When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Genetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Theme song! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. And... I'm here? Well, look at it this way. The first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time, same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks, anyway. I'm touching my own dick. So you're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for... The Rundown. Welcome, everybody, to The Rundown. I'm your host, Troy. We had a full house tonight, guys. Joining me, Sal is here. Welcome, Sal. I am here, but enough about me. I'm here every week. Let's get to the people who are never here. Jason is back again. This is like my third week in a row, motherfucker. I'm a regular again. You are. (laughs) You are. But wait, who's this? Joining us as well, Adam is back. Welcome, Adam. I'm the problem. (laughs) It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. (laughs) So we've got uh, a big, big show to do. Uh, Not the big show, because there's no more BS. Well, about the big, big show, 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 show. Yeah, there you go. Uh, This is our last normal show before the new year. Uh, we of course will so be Adam is going to recap our entire season of shows in 10 minutes is that what we're doing yes sir okay so next week we will be doing um, our year end awards the runnings and then the week after that we're taking a week off and then we'll be back after New Year's so you can go to runandwrestling.com and you can actually do your own year end awards which I will go ahead and read out as we go along the 6,000 topics that I have on our, <laughs> on our year in awards. Well, if past years holds true, I'm sure I'll throw out some random ones on the fly for everyone to answer. So, you know, there's that to Probably. look forward I'm sure, to. I'm sure one as, will be best. As Troy there. goes, I asked if you wanted to add anything <laughs> to the list. I haven't looked at that list. I didn't think you did. <laughs> you'll tell, you'll tell, Listen, this is the, I'm the, here. The, My life goes on around me, okay? Yes. I'm here tonight. That's what I can guarantee. Yeah. And time to make... fucking read emails. I barely read emails from my <laughs> boss. Are you shitting me? Fair enough. Fair enough. In case my boss is listening, I always read my boss's emails. Yes. So, 
we've got uh, some news to talk about. We've got two different. By the way, I want to apologize for last week's episode. I think that might have been the episode where Sal was officially too fucking high to be on the show. Wait a minute. Why? Because <laughs> I, I answered I one thing like. wrong or two? No, because your reactions to everything were way delayed. It was like you were listening. You were like you were listening to the show back after we had already recorded it. I, I did not. I don't. There. Do not disturb. No, I don't want to mess with you. Yeah, put your feet. It's the only way I can do it. Hey, Sal, remember when I asked you to stop doing the AEW rundown high? No. <laughs> I did. I will admit. I, I will admit. Uh, due to due to the amount of shoveling I had to do today, I did think about. You know, I could just. I can just take the other half of that edible that I have saved in my room and make the pain go away, but I've got a show to do. So, And the the one time that I tried to do the show on an edible, I got a, oh, man, you know, what was, was something wrong with you tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm not doing that shit again. <laughs> just have a half of it, Troy. I had, I had to, yeah. And so normally important. I don't, normally... Normally I do normally do a full one, but I try again. Not a sponsor, but should be. Uh, I got uh, I got a nice three chi. They're these little um, fruity pebble tasting uh, bars, and uh, they're really good. But uh, a full one was a bit too much for me, and I learned that the hard way. As as the next morning I woke up and I'm like, one, I think I'm still a little high. Two, I don't remember much of what happened last night. <laughs> So normally I like to remember my highs. So yeah. So now, so now it's a half season. Funny enough. Speaking of half season. <laughs> funny enough, that's kind of why I don't do edibles too often. Because usually I'm high for like eight hours when I take an edible. Like one, just one little gummy. I don't know yeah. for whatever reason it hits me like a truck. Yeah, I tend to wake up in the middle of the night with my legs twitching when I take edibles. So that's probably not good. <laughs> I was going to do the show, but then I got high. <laughs> uh, I don't so, want to hey. get uh, DMCA'd again, so I'm not going <laughs> to. Although I feel like he might be too high to DMCA us, so mm. I think it would be okay. Is he still alive, Afroman? I think so. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know one way or the other. I was going to do their show, but then <laughs> I'm fine with that, too. So, uh, Sal. Yeah. What's been going on with you this week? Oh. Afro Man is still alive. What? Afro Man is still alive. By oh. Me. Okay, thank, thank you, you, sir. <laughs> I looked him up on Wikipedia. Thanks. Uh, nothing much has been going on. Well, obviously, we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. Kids get kind of screwed this year because... Um, Christmas is on a weekend, so they're making them go to school all the way till Thursday. Um, I'd be kind of pissed. And then they get the whole week after off. Yeah, yeah but then they go back to school on January 2nd. What kind of bullshit? <laughs> like, when I went to school, I was getting almost two weeks off for Christmas break. My kids are going to school on Friday. For I... a Yeah. Wow. Then they get one week off. Um, hey, you mentioned earlier in the host thread that you were shoveling today. What? How bad you guys get hit? Um, 
if I if I went balls deep, I'd probably ping off the the sidewalk, so it wasn't that bad. Okay. Um, but it was probably four to six inches of snow. So it was not which is a lot, right? Which is yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty big, right? It's a big storm. <laughs> it's, it's a big storm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was, it was, an, that's why Sal was asking. <laughs> it was, uh, Hey, I yeah. heard, I kept hearing news stories that the Midwest got hammered. All right. So, I mean, it was enough that they, they were worried enough. They canceled school. Um, and obviously like there was a, a lot of other people kind of losing their shit over it. By the time I got up in the morning to go to work, um, the roads here were already plowed, and I had no problem getting to and from work. Um, but like I said, I mean, it was it was enough that yeah. it was it was a lot of snow on the ground. So, but it's Wisconsin, so it's you know nothing for us. <laughs> Although everyone fucking forgets how to drive in the winter. I had the first a two-hour delay, so by the time I got to work, the that roads, much like New my New wife, were freshly plowed. <laughs> That sounds like a New York accent, not a Wisconsin accent. I know. <laughs> that was uh, you sounded like Andrew Dice Clay. I was just That's gonna what say. I was going for. <laughs> also, did you say f- freshly proud? You said I'm freshly either. proud. It's been a long fucking day, dude. <laughs> Plowed so, was obviously the joke, but yes, I might have. I don't fucking know. Nice, Jason. What's been going on with you, sir? Oh, you know, same old shit. I've actually been on vacation this week, but it hasn't really felt like I've just been doing a lot of shit. Around the house, running a lot of errands. I've spent more time at my kid's school this week, I think, than he has, just because <laughs> between he's forgetting shit, I've had to go pick him up because he's had a headache. It's been all sorts of fun shit this week. So, um, but you know, I haven't been at work, so there is that. So, yeah. But other than that, congratulations! His middle school team won their first game of the season tonight. So, nice. despite the best efforts of the referees, who were I've now listen, I've seen some bad use sports referees before like i don't know if these guys were colorblind like the the they were the home teams they were wearing the white jerseys the other team was wearing red and they kept saying like white ball and then they would hand the ball to the red team like at least three times yeah i'm like we're all sitting there like it's their ball what are you doing and ended up coming back from i think they were down seven or eight and they came back and ended up winning so maybe they were just talking skin color might be (laughs) Kid didn't score tonight, but he did have several nice blocks, and so he did a nice job. Nice. Yeah. Good to hear. Adam, what's going on with you, sir? Oh, Lord. Since last we spoke, which was, God, how long ago at this point? I've, we, we had COVID hit the household. Uh, my kid went back to school today for the first time since last Wednesday because he got the flu. Oof, yeah, Jackson had that, too. Uh, been dealing with computer issues. I'm going to murder someone who works at my health insurance company, uh, allegedly. Um, well, Sal's an IT guy. He can help you with the computer issues. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> <Seriously>? <laughs> no, that's, it, that every time out. every time I turn it on now, it does a it does a system test and tells me that the fan is failing. Oh. It probably is. And uh, <laughs> I contact. Just tell tell Sal it worked fine until he touched it. Yeah. I contacted Dell, and Dell was like, well, Dell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I called her up, and she said, hello, hello from, from the, the other, other side. side. 
Shell said, well, you can send it to us for $30, and then uh, if you want to bump it up in the queue, that's another $20, and then our guys will fix it, and that'll cost you at least $45, and then we'll send it back. Uh, or, and I said, how much or, can I just or, how, I said, how much to just buy the part? Oh, we're out of stock on the part. Or or go on fucking eBay. Somebody's yep. selling the part on eBay, and it'll cost you probably 10 minutes of your time to replace a fan. Because yep. the, it's the whole it's the whole the heat heat sink is one big piece so they got to replace that whole part oh it's the processor fan yeah not the system board fan okay right. yeah a little more work you got some thermal paste but it's not fairly simple to do but i just hit escape when a little test comes up and it doesn't play that loud fucking alarm that it plays when the test finishes nice um but in yeah. this situation ebay and youtube are your friends right yeah. exactly i've been talking to my to a friend who knows shit. He's like, yeah, we could probably, we could probably fix it. I'm like, Just call Sal. He's an IT guy. There you go. Yeah. And um, then, uh, other yeah. than that, I went to my first two gay bars last night, and then uh, that's that's about it, really. Just been doing Christmas shopping. I spent like four hours at the mall on Tuesday. <laughs> wow. Nice. Um, it's It's peak season for you, huh? Oh, it is. I love working 12-hour days. Ugh. What do you got, like 200, 300 packages a day now? Is that <laughs> like <He's> lucky. <laughs> hey. There's Andrew Dice Clay again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and it'll it'll be it'll be like 179 stops, which is fairly normal, but it'll be like 303 packages for 179 stops. I'm like, all right, okay. Everybody gets a couple notes. My favorite part about last week's episode, and I don't even know if this was on air, if this was before the show, but Sal, who's an IT guy, was telling me about how he brought his laptop to fucking Geek Squad. That was always entertaining. To me. <laughs> but uh, second to all, that's Sal Highface. That's what fucked me up all last week during the show. I'm um, not even fucking high tonight, asshole. <laughs> You're a rusting Highface? I guess. <laughs> There's your episode title right into the show. Uh, <laughs> But and then there was something else that entertained me, and I, now I've forgotten what it was. So you know, now I'm that... high. <laughs> I'm not high. I'm tired. It's different. Yeah. Oh, we all are tired. Adam just worked <laughs> fourteen, act... fifteen hours. <laughs> that actually is true. How many tonight, days yeah. in a row, though? I would I said, say we I all are very tired. off, but I'm the next four days. Okay. Well, you gotta say. How's your it's... other job? What was your last show that you worked? Me? No. Oh, so, so that was like a year ago, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, it's my last show. People don't want the smoke from Jason I miss, anymore. I have to miss a, a couple because of other commitments. But uh, mm. That new Call of Duty came out. He had to play it. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you know me. <laughs> well, well, that was kid wanted for Christmas. My show was... Uh, APW on the 19th of November. Was that the uh, Gilbonk one? No. No? Oh, I thought they did that in Thanksgiving. No? no, it's December usually, I think. Oh, gotcha. I think Gilbonk was in October. And, and now it's the Big Woody. No, that was just the one year. Now it's something, now it's something different. It's the River, River City? River City Rumble? Something like that. Well, oh, they already dropped the Big Woody tribute? Jesus. <laughs> It was just for the one year, I guess. I guess. 
At least sound like good. founder of the fucking company. God forbid we honor him for more than one year. Jesus Christ. At least they did. They did something like the the N- NBA turns around and they're like, we're renaming all of our awards after people who are alive. Not the guy who who was a great player that died in a plane crash. No, no, we're not going to get honor Kobe with any of the awards. We're going to do all people that are alive. Isn't, didn't they do some? Isn't it like the All Star MVP award or something? I didn't see that on the list. No, but I think they did that last year or two years ago. Oh yeah, probably. But I know the yeah yeah I don't know. What anyway. did they end up naming the MVP award? Didn't they name it after Jordan. six people? Oh no, it's the Michael Jordan. Jordan. Oh, okay. it's the Jordan. Yeah, that's fine. The fucking the actual trophy is a lot nicer too than the fucking but giant hunk of shit it used to be. Oh good. Yeah, I haven't, the, I haven't yeah, the trophy's all that nice. That's yeah. good. Like yeah. the defensive player of the year is the Elijah Wong award, I think. Yeah. And then there's like the Will Chamberlain Award for most uh, vaginas plowed. And then there's like a, um, is there, there's probably like a fucking, is there Larry, no, Larry Bird was, they, there's already Larry Bird trophy, right? No. Larry Bryan trophy. But... The Bill Russell is like the finals MVP, I think. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So I. He ju- but he just dies, so they'll, they'll be changing that next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, next year it'll be the fucking Steve Nash Award. Uh, so, so I wound up watching uh, uh, the Peripheral on uh, on Amazon. It was straight ahead was, or from the side. From the side, okay. uh, it was it was good, but it was it's it's made by the people that made Westworld, um, and so it makes me kind of be like, someone should probably check those people out to see why they hate robots so much. Because <laughs> uh, it's another series about uh, have robots in it, but part of my issue was was I, I I didn't go into it thinking that I was going to have to learn a bunch of new phrases, um, but it was one of those series where it's like like oh well once the jackpot hits uh, then we had the claps come out and you're like what the what the fuck are you saying you're just you're talking gibberish to me so it was a lot of there was a lot of like technical jargon on there of like words they came up with. So I can I understand that shit in like fantasy stuff that I gotta watch, you know. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm there's gonna be a bunch of weird fucking names for people and a bunch of weird names for creatures over that. Like I totally get that, but yeah, like this one I went into it, I'm like, I was like, it's a it's a science fiction show. It should be it should be pretty straightforward. No, it's not. It's not, not at all. <laughs> but it was good. I liked a lot of the people in it, and it was you know. Um, I rewatched uh, Daybreakers. Which uh, is like a movie from like maybe ten years ago or something like that, and I, I remember it being better than it was. <laughs> but uh, there's like it's a, it's a vampire movie starring Ethan Hawke, and which of course made me think about his daughter's titties. But uh, it, the storyline is still good. The, the special effects. How was there never a porn star are, named Ethan Cock? I mean, there's probably was. I, mean, I was gonna say just because I mean, you haven't heard, heard of them. Yeah. They had a couple of CGI scenes that were atrociously bad, like PS2 graphics style of like, and it's like they would have really good makeup effects on, like, the vampires, and you'd be like, that's fucking cool. And then for whatever reason, they'd just be like, all right, we're just going to throw that 
out the window and do CGI for this like little side. She's like, no, keep the fucking practical effects because that shit looks good. So, but yeah, other than that, same shit, different name. And what's Speaking you get of- for the rundown host who has everything this holiday season? I know I will personally be purchasing for Adam and Troy a set of the Donald Trump trading cards, which we're now. Oh, <laughs> Can you kick him off this call, please? <laughs> yes. uh, I made sure to send that to you, Adam, by the way. Uh, the video that he sent it through, uh, uh, through TikTok. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Because, you know, uh, times are tough. And, uh, you know, it costs more for a gallon of milk and a gallon of gas. But you can spend $99 to get a picture of Donald Trump dressed up like Homelander from The Boys. <laughs> With lasers coming out of his eyes. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. How about you just send me the ninety nine dollars? Yeah. Mind you, it's ninety nine dollars per car. Each. Yeah. Each. What if I sent it's you not a, like a set. Trump set of Legos? Grift is gonna grift. Unless it's a it's a set where you can remove his head and have Kathy Griffin hold it up while it's bleeding. I don't want it. <laughs> just gonna say that doesn't that doesn't exist. So. Oh, just give it time. I'm sure somebody's made one somewhere. Oh, I'm sure there's like a Trump Tower one and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. And I'm sure there's like his employees hanging out the window about to leap for, to their death. But uh, yeah, if you haven't seen that video of his announcement... Um, Huge it is, announcement coming tomorrow. It is so pathetic and also hilarious and also hilariously pathetic, that it is great. We pay tribute to the greatest president, greater than Lincoln. He specifically calls out Lincoln for some reason. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah. See, Sal is looking because he hasn't watched it. No, um, I'm I'm questioning if I should because it does sound like comedy gold. Like there's probably a lot of things to make fun of in that. The the funny thing is, everything looks like a SNL skit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's the thing. Everything we have said is completely true i believe it but but everything we have said you could also believe would be just a joke that snl made at one point in time about it that's how sad it is he's just sitting there and it's just like it's a great gift christmas is coming up you can get it and plus uh every every one that you buy you get entered into uh to sweepstakes to win uh, a dinner yep so you get to you get to to possibly play a round of golf on one of his shitty golf courses or you can go out to dinner with him which he straight calls out that it's not Isn't a good gift wait supposed to be rich <laughs> yes wait, wait i'm sorry he's in yes. he's giving an open invitation for people to meet with him in person at a dinner i will do a skype call with you your penis can be out yes how does he know people are going to fucking it. stab him? It's almost worth it just to win the Skype call and pass it along to Adam. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's the only problem with that. So you'd, you'd want the face-to-face because it's a lot harder for him to waddle his ass away from a face-to-face. The Skype call, you just end it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, you'd want to have the dinner where Adam... J- and, and I guarantee you that dinner is probably McDonald's. <laughs> well, that's what he served the what is it, the NBA exactly. champion? That was the joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can we just give the invitation to Hunter Biden? See what happens. 
I mean, he's dead set on checking out his dick, so. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta gotta love it, because apparently the sins of the son are the sins of the father. It's so important. It's like, you've got nothing on this guy that you're literally going after his son. As it is. You know what? Then again, one of his blind, devout followers is probably more dangerous if he's, like, obsessed with them and he shows up. Well, well, we already know his blind, blind, devout followers tried to fucking murder Nancy Pelosi's husband. So. Right. So, and, and what did they do when that happened? They laughed. And what happened when Ted Cruz's daughter stabbed herself in the arms? Democrats said, we're very sorry that that happened. Hopefully that everything is good. These aren't the same group of people. Yep. It's true. <laughs> now, that's not to say that all politicians are not assholes. They are. Don't get me wrong. But I do find the uh, the outrage over the prisoner exchange to be comical. Given that, oh my God, we freed a Russian arms. I thought you guys were all into guns. Like now's the time when we're not. Like what the fuck happened there? Trump literally. I left thought that five... guy was on Marjorie Taylor Greene's Christmas card list. What the fuck? Are we right. Doing? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna release him and we're gonna be outraged. But five thousand Taliban people that Trump released and then invited their leader to a dinner. Silence. That's all cool. No well, worries. That guy's, that guy's uh, sentence was up in six years anyway. Yeah. It wasn't like he was going to rot away in prison and die. Right. And again, it's a prisoner exchange. Yeah. So you would say, well, Russia should honor the prison sentence he has. It's yeah, they, they won't. They've already said he's going to help them fight the no, Ukraine. No. So. They won't. They won't. But that's not on the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. So it's like I've the guy seen so much outrage at the fact that we brought an un justly incarcerated american home it's just it's just because it's, it's a, because a who she, it's woman. because it's a black yeah. woman who's a, a very big supporter of the left let's be honest yeah. that's why <laughs> they're, they're chastising yeah. this but i i think she was unfairly completely unfairly detained in the first place so good on them for getting her home because i can't imagine the hell that was a russian prison i mean i watch stranger things so i kind of get it but still um i can't believe she was there for 10 months that's ridiculous to me off of a fucking marijuana charge that was fake like it was it was like uh a tincture that was like a quarter full or something. Yeah. It, now it, you it almost face Demogorgon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't that it was fake. It was the fact that it was. She was then used as a political pawn. Yeah. And and that and she was kept in longer because if it was anybody else, it was just a random fucking citizen or something that they had that they'd be like, we don't fucking care. <laughs> just cool. Also, <laughs> not for nothing. No offense to the WNBA, but Russia needs to shoot their shot a little bit higher. That's not exactly the type of celebrity that like she was there for over a year. Like, if that was fucking, you know, Giannis, he'd have been out in a month. Tops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because, because because Giannis, or LeBron, who is the other one that everybody kept saying, wouldn't yeah. have to take a summer job playing basketball in Russia. Right. Fair point. Because yeah. they make enough money. <laughs> that was that was oh. my favorite argument, too. Why is she over there playing Russia? Playing, because she makes $2 million playing for playing in Russia. She makes fucking 37 cents an hour playing basketball here in America. That's why. <laughs> yeah. And so, now Demi Gorgon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for not, thank you for not just skipping over Sal going, I don't know what a Russian prison's like, but I've seen stranger things. <laughs> I mean, can't be that much different. 
<laughs> you think that they have an interdimensional creature that they're, they're I think that now before of... Demigorgon attacks, you fuck former sheriff. I think most of the people there on. are starving and dying. I think that's probably close to reality. I love that your ac your accent isn't Russian. It's more Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he Russian? Ukrainian, I think. I thought wasn't he? At the time, they were the same thing, weren't they? Oh yeah, that's true. So, he was so US fuck off. Time. All right. Yeah, but his was, but it was a comical. It's that's not how Russian. I was it. making a joke, asshole. So <laughs> it was. I did go for the comedy voice. Fair enough. Yakov, Yakov Shmirnov is Ukrainian. Is he alive? Yes. Oh wow! I remember watching him on Night Court. That's how fucking old that shit is. Go ahead. <sighs> love that shit. I love that. Uh, I love that we just have Adam here with us now. <laughs> I still had Wikipedia open on the Afro Man page, so I just figured I'd type it. In. <laughs> Nice. Very nice. Well, since you've, you've uh, got uh, Adampedia with us tonight, so why don't you go ahead and type in uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson, and uh, we can talk about our question of the week. Oh, doing this first. Okay. Yeah, why not? I don't really want to talk about ROH. Uh, so I, I posed to the gentleman uh, that we discuss our three favorite and three least favorite roles that Dwayne Johnson has for played. For sake, IMDb lists like Sunday Night Heat for The Rock. Are you shitting yep. me? Yeah, they let you, yeah, you can click on any of the, the the actual shows and it'll just like list all the wrestlers that have That's ever appeared ridiculous. on it. He was only on one episode. <laughs> I'm WWE surprised they don't crush have hour. Jesus Christ. I'm surprised they don't have archived footage in parentheses around it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Cuz I'm sure they played a bunch of his like highlights. Monday oh. Night Raw, in parentheses, the one where he calls Lana a whore. Okay. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so, let's talk about our favorite roles that The Rock has done, or Dwayne Johnson, as you may call it. Um, I guess in no real particular order. Um, but, uh, Sal, why don't you start, start us off with your, your three top roles that he's done. So, my first one... Well, no, he's going to take all the good ones. Now you're right. going to rotate. All right, I'll, uh, yeah, that, that, that's give me one. I'll give you one. Um, right. I really liked him in The Scorpion King because I thought it showed that he can be a leading man. And That would be Matthias. Yes. And uh, I thought he did a really good job. He, he commanded a presence, and the movie was probably written kind of poorly, but... I thought he did a he had a great performance and that was a character that always stood out to me. Now the the PlayStation Two version of him in the Mummy Returns or the <laughs> version of him in the Scorpion King. The version of him in the Scorpion King. Fair enough. Uh, Jason, I am going to go with and I think everybody who's listening to the show has heard me at one time or another say my one of my guilty pleasures are the Fast and Furious movies. Uh his role as Hobbs is fantastic. Uh from being the big badass opposite Vin Diesel the first time he appeared to uh his uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie with Jason Statham and uh feeling quite oozy in that movie as a matter of fact. But uh the character's great. The the writing for him has always been done well. 
and he plays the role perfectly. So that would be my mm-hmm. top one. I've never... I've watched the first two... Nope, three, because I watched Tokyo Drift. Um, I watched the first three, and then I was just like, I don't need to see these movies anymore. So I stopped watching the series. But I understand why people watch it. It definitely is a, a fun action movie. Um, but yeah, and and I'm sure he's really good in it, but I, I can't really say anything on it. Uh, Adam? Uh, yeah, Scorpion King on my list. Hobbs on my list. Uh, I will throw out... Uh, the the new Jumanji movie. Okay. I really I, my 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 kid found it on, I think it was on Netflix, and we sat down and watched it, and it was fucking great. It's a great movie. Fair enough. Um, so I would actually put this as my as my all time favorite role that The Rock has done, Sarge in the Doom movie. <laughs> Uh, really? The Doom movie, seem Doom. not Doom, not a great movie. <laughs> I've heard that, but but his portrayal in it, I thought, was really fun. Um, spoiler alert for a almost twenty year old movie at this point, but he is the bad guy in it. And at well, the you time, don't know that till the end, right? That's yeah, but that's why I said spoiler alert. Um, yeah, he he turns out to be the bad guy, and actually, one of the things I loved about it was the fact that they offered him the Carl Urban role. And he was like, that's boring to me. I want to play the, the guy that turns out to be bad at the end of it. But he, it, it was a very refreshing take because at that point he had been like the hero in everything. So, but like I said, the, I mean, the movie is a turn your brain off kind of thing. There is a point where we do go first person in it, uh, just like the video games, which if you're high is a lot of fun. <laughs> if you're sober, it's just like, ah, eh, that's kind of cool. But yeah, I would put that in there. Um, anybody have any other good ones that they want? I know it sounds like Adam had kind of exhausted all of his. Yeah, uh, this is a low-key sort of fun one. Uh, but Mitch Buchanan in the Baywatch remake a few years ago, I thought he actually was very <laughs> funny in that movie. And for to try to step in and fill the shoes of the Hoff and a legendary <laughs> character, um, I, I had fun watching him do that. It's enjoyable. Sure. Okay. Um, I have seen Moana a lot, and he does a fantastic job in that. It is a entirely different beast to do uh, voiceover work and to do animated work, and he actually did a really good job in it. And uh, the songs he's singing are very catchy, and, and he gives a lot of energy to it, too. So I did like him as Maui in the Moana movie. Sal, did you have any more on yours? I was actually going to say Maui. Um, probably one of the best uh, Disney animated movies I'd seen in a long while. My, obviously, my kids watched it a lot. But um, like you said, I thought he did a really good job, and the character he played, he wasn't likable at the beginning, but then he became likable, and I thought they did a good job mm-hmm. telling that story. Fair enough. All right. Did you have any, anything else on your list? The only other one I had was that I actually thought he had a good performance as uh, Chris Vaughn in Walking Tall. It was a That's remake. That's on my bad list. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was a remake, but I thought he did a good job portraying that character. I liked it. So for me, I, I enjoy his acting in general. So most of my bad selections are just movies that I thought were bad, and I thought Walking Tall was just a bad movie. <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. Same. And, 
from from Johnny Knoxville as his deputy to I actually thought I forget the actor's name, but the guy who played the villain in that movie, I'm actually a fan of his. He's a the platinum blonde hair. Uh he's like really good as a bad guy. I've seen him in a few other things, but um for the most part that movie made very little sense to me. It was it, I almost put it on my bad. Um because of the fact that it was that sort of period where he was just doing generic good guy roles in mm. a lot of it. Uh, Neil McDonald, by the way, yes. is who you're talking about. Neil McDonald, uh, who's been a bad guy in a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows and stuff like that, is like ultra religious and refuses to do like sex scenes or kissing anybody or anything like that. And he's like very selective about his roles. But he is a very good actor. Um, I guess the last one on on my good list, and only because of the car crash this movie was, uh, was his role of Jericho Kane on Southland Tales, which is a... What's that? Never seen it. You never seen Southland Tales? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I think it's Richard Kelly, the guy who made Donnie Darko. Uh, they gave him, because Donnie Darko did such a good good job they gave him another movie and then they said never again because <laughs> uh there's actually um kevin smith is in that movie and he actually talks about it on one of the evening wits where he's just like he's pretty sure that richard kelly just cut up the film threw it in the air and picked it up off the ground and taped it back together and called it a movie because it is fucking insane but he he plays such a weird fucking character he plays two characters actually he plays twin brothers in it again it is one of those movies where it's so fucking trippy and so bananas that you just have to kind of understand. So Sal's going to watch it high and then report back next week. I I feel like you're going to have a bad trip if you watch that movie high because it is fucking weird. Right. <laughs> so is Donnie Darko, so, though, to be fair. Yeah, but Donnie Darko actually made sense at the end of yeah. it. <laughs> Saltland Tales, you literally, the, the credits roll and you're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's let's move on. I have to one more good then, one. Right? Oh, you have one more good one? Go, go I ahead. I have one more good one. Uh, Elliot Wilhelm in the movie Be Cool. We talked about it a little bit before <laughs> we came on the air. Um, opposite Vince Vaughn, he plays um, a very, very gay man. Um, and I think to me that's what I enjoy so much is that he had no problem sort of ditching the the macho bullshit and this was while he was still an active wrestler and going out there and just letting it all go and playing a character and i thought it was fantastic and they did a great job it was funny um probably a little stereotypical but uh done in a way to be entertaining and i enjoyed it i like the fact that we really only had one role that wound up on on a bad list that was on a good list so it kind of shows you what the, the type of acting he does. But yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the on to the bad there. Uh, starting with Adam. Ah, this was much tougher for me, as as Jason said. He's not. It's 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 not really a bad role, just bad movies that he's been in. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to he needs to say no every now and then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like for instance, Derek in the yep. Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on mine as well. <laughs> did, 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 did we have a clean sweep on that? Was that on everyone's bad list? Nope. Really? Okay. It, w- it was on mine just because I thought it was 
I see. I thought that was low hanging fruit, though. So I, I tried to avoid that. <laughs> no, true, true. I mean, it was his worst film for sure. But I, I also would say the writing wasn't there. I mean, the game he plan wasn't great right either. But that didn't even make that was. I was debating which one I wanted to go with. So that's the second one on my list. That's that's on my list too. Because because (laughs) Joe Kingman is a fucking prick for ninety nine percent of that movie, and I don't care to cheer for him at the end. (laughs) There you go. Uh, uh, Jake Taylor is a prick for ninety nine percent of the major league too. True. That's true. Somehow he's he's a little more likable. I don't know. And we're we're gonna pretend that we don't that Jake Taylor didn't only want the girl because someone else had her. Yeah. Oh, it's you. It's that's another one of those movies where when you watch it nowadays, you're like, yeah, man, you're a creep. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is not a, acceptable behavior that you're doing right now. You're following her. You're faking phone calls to like get her away from her man. And right. It's not good. No, it's not at all. Speaking of things that are not good, uh, The Rock playing Roadblock in G.I. Joe Retaliation. That was the last one on my list, yep. (laughs) (laughs) So The Rock took the starring mantle male lead in this movie because they decided to have Channing Tatum get blown up in the first five minutes of the movie. That's true. Uh, who played Duke in the first one, and The Rock was not as good in this role as Channing Tatum was, I gotta say. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think of it. But yeah, it it wasn't good. The movie itself wasn't good either. <clears throat> and yeah, it was another one of the ones where writing just kind of failed him. And I'm sure I'm sure that the dude does a lot of his own improving and things like that mm-hmm. too. He couldn't save it. Yeah. Plus he was he was yet yet again sort of that like stereotypical white meat hero guy. In, in it, so as, even with even with Bruce Willis, they couldn't pull it off. Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't think they had Rachel Nichols, who in the first one was fucking smoking hot. So did she get blown up too, or no? I don't. I, I think know they, she just didn't appear in the second one. Okay, because I know they like they got rid of like half the fucking people from the first one. Yeah, which well, was Marlon Wayans was gone, right? Yeah. The second one, yeah. So. Let's see, G.I. Joe Retaliation. Yeah. They still had Channing Tatum all over this movie. <laughs> no, but he was only in the first five minutes right. of the movie. Yeah, he was in the first five minutes he got blown up. On the up. poster, like, yeah. They, probably because they didn't want to spoil that he was going to get killed, but... Right. But you clearly had him contracted for the movie. Why would you fucking bring in Channing Tatum for a movie only to kill him off in the first five minutes? That makes no sense. Yeah. But This wasn't the one that had... Um, What's his fucking nuts in it? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, was it? That was, was the first one. That, that was, was the first one when he was Cobra Commander. Yeah, and then he wasn't in the second one. <laughs> Which I guess he got arrested. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Adam, Sal, you guys got anything? Um, I got one more bad one if nobody else does. The only other bad one I had, because I watched it, thinking it was going to be okay was this movie called San Andreas. Um, okay. That was, that was one of uh, the, the last one I had <clears throat> was between that and that one. So yeah, he played Raymond Gaines, a, a firefighter. It's a disaster movie with a big earthquake and it's yeah. really eye rolling. And 
they just didn't give him anything. Like, his lines were terrible. Like, I just didn't like it at all. All right, I will see your <clears throat> San Andreas, and I will raise you Will Sawyer in a classic known as Skyscraper, where they oh, said, we are going to make the new generations die hard, and it fell yeah. flat on its fucking face. Yes, it did. Man, there were like holograms and shit at the end. It was like, what the fuck are we doing here? That's a there's there's like a there's a, there's a couple of mid movies for for me on him, and I I would put that one in there. I would actually put Rampage in there, even though I think Rampage was actually a decent movie. Um, you watch then, that every Friday? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> But then, then there was there's been just that joke of the fact that he has played the same character in four different movies, like the Jungle Cruise <laughs> and yep. Jumanji, is because he's like dressed in the exact same fucking outfit. <laughs> so yeah, in, um, the, the namesake of our show, the Rundown. That's right. Yeah, the Rundown. He's the same. Yeah, he's yeah. at least a different character in that, and I like yeah. that movie. I kind of like that yeah. movie, but probably because of Sean William Scott. He's funny. He yeah, he's funny good in it, but. Movie. He was shortly but, off the Stifler thing at that point. Very, too, yeah. Still yeah. called him Stifler. Yep. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, and that one actress like, is never going to be referred to as anything but Stifler's mom. No matter what she's in from now until the end of her fucking career, she will always be Stifler's mom. She's, she's leaned into it, though. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer Coolidge, but she's leaned into it, and she talked Jennifer about... Jennifer Coolidge is fucking Yeah, she's, she's talked a lot about the fact that she's like, thanks to that movie, I have literally fucked 200 different dudes. <laughs> and, she, and she's just, she's not joking at all. She's just like, like, yeah, it was it it. I love the fact that I was I was one of the first. She was the original milf because that was a term yep. that really wasn't thrown around at the time. So and that is again watch. another another movie. If you watch it now, you're like it's problematic. But when you understand that it's you know it was a '90s movie and you could kind of get away with it, you know you just have to sort of move past that and go. Eh, it's a different time. <laughs> Yeah, probably not great watch. that we have a hidden camera. Go, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, watch other stuff that she's been Watch the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah. That she's been a. She's, Jennifer Coolidge is, is a fucking gift. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm scrolling IMDb at this point just to see if anything strikes inspiration for this topic. Does anyone remember the, the 2014 Brett Ratner film Hercules, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson oh, as yeah. Hercules? Did not bother. I didn't. Know. No, I didn't. I, I I bet you if I would have watched it, I probably would have put it on the, on the it bottom. It looks terrible. It looks terrible. Yeah. I don't remember him being Hercules. I can tell you that they were talking about it a lot before it got released, and then as soon as it got released, not many people talked about it after that. Well, plus it's Brett Ratner, so what do you expect? What can you do? Yeah. All right. I really enjoyed his work in Fortnite Chapter Three. <laughs> uh, Red Notice was pretty pretty trash, actually. Yeah. I was, the movie I was in hoping general, for that to be yes. good, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If it was particularly him that was bad. I think the movie itself was just me. Oh, the movie was dumb. <laughs> Not a sure. movie, but like we mentioned earlier, Spencer Stradmore in Ballers, who's fantastic in that role as a sports agent. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was a voice in Free Guy. I really enjoyed Free Guy. Hmm. It doesn't surprise me because I'm sure him and Reynolds being in Red Notice together. Right? Reynolds was was the other one in Red Notice? Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that that was kind of why he was oh, in there, too. 
Bob Stone in Central Intelligence was fantastic. If you have not seen Central Intelligence with him and Kevin Hart, go watch it. It's it's stupid but hilarious. Is it? Is there anyone that's benefited more from being The Rock's friend than Kevin Hart? <laughs> right. Yeah, Kevin Hart like... was really fucking hurting before he became friends with The Rock. Yeah. He could he live was... forever yeah, off of his appearance as a forty-year-old virgin. Yeah. He was. I still to this day will drop. You're throwing some big words at me, and I'm not understanding them. So watch him out and help me with the sale. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was doing okay, but I feel like he has been elevated since like that friendship came about. Because now he's done like everything. It's a funny friendship though. I like it. Yeah. A, I, I like any time that they're, they're just willing to rip on each other so much, which is great. They're fucking. His uh, his appearances as the Incredible Hulk version of Obama on Saturday Night Live was pretty good too. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, Going from a uh, future Hall of Famer to trash wrestling in the form of ROH Final Battle. So, a special thank you to the people who participated in our predictions poll. Reborn Jesus. Uh, Deco Loco's Final Fuckery Motherfuckers. It's the final battle from Bruno Tomas. Uh, Sal, Jason, myself, Adam, uh, God's Juggalo, wait, there is an ROH pay-per-view, who cares? <laughs> and uh, holy shit, Ring of Honor still exists, it's Fetus Roads. So thank you to everybody here. This one is going to be very quick because we're going to have very little to talk about on this. We have... who watched this pay-per-view say I. All right, moving on. Uh, so uh, we had... Booker of the Year turn around and turn seven matches that were announced uh, the day before into 12 matches once the pay-per-view actually started. It's a magic trick. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's crazy how you know, just randomly throw fucking shit at you and people will still say that he's great. Let me pull five matches out of this rabbit, out of this magic hat right here. No, it's probably out of Jericho's ass. Uh, so the magic hat is my anus. Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> one of those, yeah, one of those matches was Jeff Cobb defeating Grand Metal Dick. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Mascara Dorada, whatever the fuck his name is at this point. Yeah, Jeff Cobb beat him. No, that's somebody else. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's say Dorado. No, it's Mascara Descara. I don't fuck it. It's something Spanish. Trishadora. No, it's not. So Jeff Cobb won, right? Jeff Cobb won. Good. Yeah. <laughs> we had to get our obligatory former WWE person on the on the card, and that was Grand Metal Deck. Speaking of former WWE workers, Angela Parker and Matt Menard defeat Shinobi Shadow Squad, which is Cheeseburger and Eli Isom. Because that's a thing. Which I thought he was done being called Cheeseburger. I didn't think so. When did you hear Wasn't that? Thing for a while he, he would was like to be now like be... CB, you know what we should, WWE should sign him, bring him in... Team up with Leon Ruff. No, no have him win the King of the Ring tournament, and then he can be Royale with cheese. Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Willow Nightingale defeats Trisha Dora in the Battle of the Black People. Uh, 
point out to me any match that <sighs> only featured one person of color against a person a, a non person of color. Go ahead, I'll wait. <laughs> uh, Top Flight defeats the Kingdom, Matt Taven and, and Mike Bennett, who are in an unannounced match. After they had them come out on Rampage one week and made their signing seem like a huge deal and they were going to feud with FTR, and we haven't fucking seen them since, didn't make any announcements of this, just decided to have the match and had them lose. Yeah, had them lose. Good on them. They're getting paid. They're under contract. You know, I'm not going to ever throw shade on somebody for taking a contract and getting paid to wrestle, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. I feel like they turned down, or at least I know Taven turned down an NXT offer, so. Yeah. So there are, let's see, four, eight. There are 16 people listed on the active roster for Ring of Honor. And it is Athena. 68 on the active roster of AEW. Right. Athena, Brian Cage, Cash Wheeler, Chris Jericho, Claudio Castagnoli, Dalton Castle, Daniel Garcia, Dex Hardcock, Jay Briscoe, Khan, Mark Briscoe, Mercedes Martinez, Willi Yuta, Toa Leona, The Boys, sorry, I guess that you would know, be... You know, just go person. through and, and tell us that who, of those 16 people, how many are not regulars on AEW TV? The Boys. Uh, the Boys, Dalton because Castle. they're not allowed. <laughs> Dalton, no, Castle, Dalton Castle boys. shows up. Briscoe. Don Castle, he's been on there a couple times, but... Um, yeah. I said regular, but yeah. Briscoes? Yeah. Yeah, Mercedes Martinez. Well, she was a game changer who never appeared on TV after that. Uh, so of those people, <clears throat> first match, uh, nope, those two people are not on the ROH roster. Second match, nope, those four people are not on the ROH roster. Uh, Will and Nightingale, Trish Dora, nope. Uh, the Kingdom, not on there. Type Flight, not on there. Uh, let's see. Oh, Athena and Mercedes Martinez are on there. Shane Taylor is not. We'll get there. At the end. Okay. Yeah. Oops, There's like the, the people. Yeah, spoiler alert. Nobody cares. Like how much half of the ROH card wasn't people that are currently listed on the active roster. Nope. A couple of them are like Swerve and your glory holes are were AEW champions a month ago. Booker and of like, the Chris, year brought them in though. So. Yep. Put them to work. Yeah. Blake Christian and A.R. Fox defeat La Fashion in Gobernoble. Uh, whatever the hell you fucking say that, I'm not going to try it again. Uh, uh, La Fashion in Gobernables. Sure. Wait. Is uh, that... Rouge and Dralistico. Okay. Dralistico? So they had those two guys lose to who again? To Blake Christian and A.R. Fox. Yes. <laughs> Roosh, they liked the guy, <laughs> the guy who was world champion for this very promotion. One of the most sought after ago. free agents in recent history. <laughs> However, AR Fox with dick pics out there, so Troy, rate that dick of honor. You can't, you dick can't, of honor. You can't do it with black people. They have huge dicks. And he's he's that he is has a stereotype, sir. Okay, other than uh, Titus O'Neil, show me if... No, don't, no, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> Never mind. I rescind that that invitation. Um, uh, we'll give it an eight. Uh, all right, so then we get to... Sorry, that was on the main card. 
but then we get to a match that was actually on our predictions poll, which oh, was... Oh, we took 19 f- matches. Yeah, yeah. Five fucking matches in a row that were not on the predictions poll because they were not announced prior to the event taking place. And mind you, but we hey, recorded on fucking Thursday last week, so yeah. in 48 hours, Tony added all these matches. Mind you... Uh, the FTR match I put on there because I assumed that was happening. <laughs> there you go. That wasn't officially announced. Um, so yeah, so the rest of the matches are actually on our predictions poll. Athena defeats Mercedes Martinez to become the new ROH Women's Champion. Who cares? Got a point. Fetus, Jason, Sal, Adam, and guys Juggalo. All received a point for that for corrective, correctly predicting that Athena would be a world champion because fed bad. That's literally the only reason she won. So they WWE never made her a world champion. Now Tony did. Except she was NXT champion. Yeah, well, also, calling the Woman of Honor title a world title is a stretch if you look at that belt's history. That belt's history that goes back. A year? Yeah, or two. Well, yeah. I think it was two, but it's 2020, right? I don't know. Well, uh, unless Adam's got Wikipedia still up. Uh, what was the question? Go ahead. Uh, Women of Honor uh, uh, title. When did that become a thing? Ring of Honor. I got it. Honor? Women's World Title date established January 1st, 2020. So three years ago. Okay. And it has the the distinction of having former champions Roxy, who. Spoiler alert. Well, that girl will never go on to do anything. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Deanna Peraza. Yeah. Who they specifically brought in from Impact to have her drop the title. Yeah. To Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez, who at first was interim, interim champion. champion. Yeah. <laughs> then beat Peraza for the championship, and now Athena has the championship. Yeah. That is the illustrious reign of the Women's World Championship. Yeah, because I think Great. originally Mercedes beat Willow Nightingale to win the title. Yes. <laughs> to beat the, the to win the title. interim title yes. because every single title that Tony Khan has needs to have at some point in time an interim champion. Even the talent hates it. Yeah, they hate on it too. The fact that you had fucking Tony Storm sitting there and being like, "I fucking hate the fact that I'm referred to as the interim champion." And then after they have this the title offer, they say, oh, no, she was an interim champion, actually. We changed our minds. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and this whole thing where she continued to fucking play up that she was going to beat Thunder Rosa never fucking took place. No. Well, Rosa hasn't come back. She's not the champion anymore either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like she can win. Not like either of them can win the title from each other now. By the way, I feel like we all owe Ivelisse a bit of an apology. It seems like Rosa was more of what Ivelisse was saying. Yeah, but, but you know, was the pot calling the kettle black. I mean, oh come, fair, but, you know. yeah. But we also said she was completely bullshit, and there it was that's all her true. fault. And, that's true. Yeah. No, I because because of everything I had heard about Thunder Rosa before that, I did defend her, and I will admit now that it appears that Thunder Rosa is also kind of bullshit. <laughs> Which is a shame because she has she has been very good at like protecting women's wrestlers and things like that, but then apparently it's like yeah. Also, she is sort of the got the Hogan attitude about her. Swerve in our glory holes, 
even though one of them walked out in the middle of the match, beat Shane Taylor Promotions, which is Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. If that was the name current, I couldn't remember last week. If you're currently shrugging your shoulders so much that they're breaking, you're not alone. <laughs> uh, Dicko Loco and Sal get a point for that because... Sorbonne and Glory has broken up 16 <clears throat> times, so none of us except for the high guy and the guy trying to get last actually picked them to win. <laughs> and they broke up again. They did? This time for good. This time again. for real. No, <laughs> it's not, time, it's it not for good. It's not walked out on him. But it's not for good. They're Swerve, still talking Swerve about... Swerve said, I'm going to see him. you, and we're going to talk. And then I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> Team up to face the Young Bucks. <laughs> sure. No, they're they're busy. They're busy. Prepare. They're they're getting ready to win three matches in a row. Uh, the Embassy, which is Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony, Khan and Toa Leona. It's a defeat, who's who of who. Yeah. Defeat Dalton Castle and the boys for these six man tag belts. Everybody except for myself, who cares, and Adam get a point for this. Because yeah. we get those titles on our on AEW guys. Yeah, I gosh, I sort of remember us <laughs> talking about the fact it, it, it is it's Brian Cage. No, but who's and the other two? Con and, Te- and Toa Leona, those, which I I understand those are, are those are ROH guys, and Brian Cage is listed on the ROH web, website. But again, we heard that. No, we but they're regulars to- on Dark. So okay. we heard we heard we were not going to feature ROH talent anymore on AEW and who was on this week's fucking dynamite but the embassy. And not to Cage. mention Wheeler Uterus and Collider Castanoli also had backstage interviews too. And Jericho yeah, so much, right? Jericho's on that ROH roster, he wrestled. Oh that's true, yes, Jericho did wrestle technically he is an ROH talent. There you go. <sighs> Wheeler, Wheeler. Did you talk Uterus. about the women's title match? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he right? said Athena won. Okay. Nothing else really to say. I said Athena won. I doubt it was a fucking 25-minute banger, like all-time classic, so. No, I'm sure it was, but I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure it was fine, exactly. Those, those two women do know how to work. Wheeler Uterus defeated Daniel Garcia via ref stoppage to what? win the Pure <laughs> Championship. So, what does that uh, even... First of all, I so thought the Wheeler pure title... Wheeler got on top of him and was just pummeling him with elbows to the unprotected elbows until the referee stopped yep. the fight. And that's it was something a, it was you could a, it was do... UFC finish. In, in yep. pure title rules? Like, didn't they have their own set of rules for the pure championship? Yeah, you're only allowed three rope breaks during the match. There's a bunch of specific rules. Oh, okay. I think the match has to stay in the ring. There's a whole bunch of different... Here we go. Let me let me go let me let me let me let me bring down the Ken Kennedy microphone. There you go. Each wrestler has three rope breaks to stop submission holds and pinfalls. After wrestler exhausts his rope breaks, submission and pin attempts on or under the ropes by his opponent are considered legal. No closed fist punches to the face permitted. Whoops. Open handed slaps or chops to the face are permitted. Punches to the rest of the body are allowed, excluding low blows. The first use of a closed fist to the face receives a warning. The second use of a closed fist to the face results in disqualification. The title can change hands via disqualification and countout. Outside interference will result in automatic termination from the roster for the wrestler that interferes. Jesus. 
Okay, I have. Yet I the have ref a, stopped I, because Wheeler Uterus punched the shit out of Chief. Oh, it was forearms. No, no, it was elbowing. Elbow. Oh, elbow him. Okay, sorry. Um, I have a friend who has held the Ring of Honor Pure Title, and I'm gonna tell you that those rules are garbage. Oh, you're <laughs> okay. You were friends with John Walters? No, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did I get that one right? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Currently known as R.J. Brewer, but yes. I looked at the list and I was like, well, I'm going to say it's probably not Samoa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Have met him, though. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. I'm, sure, I'm sure you've met most of these guys. I don't mean to, to sidetrack think? from our, you know, ROH final battle discussion. Um, but I was going to ask you guys this question. I was going to save it for next week. Who's the most famous wrestler that you guys have had a conversation with? Nobody. Oh, sorry, Marty Jannetty. Jason? <laughs> I just depends on your definition of famous. There's The Rock. You met The um, Rock? Yeah. Sucks his dick. I mean, I think that would probably be top of the list, considering how many movies we just ran through mm. them. Yeah, well, it depends. Like I said, it depends on your definition. Keep in mind, back in the day, guys used to go up to Kowloon, and it was not yeah. uncommon for local guys to go up and hang out. And oh. Did so. you ever have a conversation with John Cena? Oh, yeah. Oh. I've worked with his dad a bunch, too. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah I... So as, as has Adam, but yeah. Okay. So you and The Rock, you have The Rock's number. You call him up every once in a while. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Um, I although friend of the show Kingpin Brian Malonis did work a spot in a ring with Brian with uh, John Cena at one yes. point. Yes, he did, <laughs> and he and, will tell you about it. And Vince McMahon. a lot. Yes. Um, never by met the Vince. way, never met Vince. No, uh, I met Stephanie when I was a security guard um, at the at so the garden, quick. and she was um, SmackDown general manager or whatever it was. <laughs> Um, she's beautiful. You you could tell like when other nope. people like are in the I ring will... with her. She's a like a big strong woman. Uh, I will never get out of my head the image of the opening that that one opening of SmackDown when she was the general manager. Where she just opened the show, bent over the bent desk. Over the desk, yeah, yeah. That was around that era. So yeah. By the way, top flight, Daddy Magic, and Cool Hand. Ange. 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 Uh, by the pure rules, should be ejected because they got into a fight at ringside. So, just got to throw that out there. Adam, who's the most famous Sorry. wrestler you ever had a conversation with? Um, well, working with Lucky Pro, Chris brings in folks. Mm -hmm. So, I've worked with... Virgil? Have I met Virgil? I... You haven't met Virgil? I heard he's a he's an experience. So. I've met Mr. Hughes. I've met Just Incredible. I've met fucking uh, Colin Delaney. Yeah. Um, That's kind of cool, actually. What was your weirdest interaction? Seeing Brutus Beefcake's dick, probably. Oh, hot. <laughs> That was the thing that happened. Did he just hang yeah. around backstage naked? Is that why you saw it? Quite possible. It was it was the middle of the show. I had to go back to get something out of my bag, and I just it was an outdoor show too. Nice. 
And I just turned around. I'm like, oh, there's Brutus the Barber Beefcake fucking nude. Okay. All right, so. (laughs) (laughs) You deserve this. Right. (laughs) Dick. I got four out of ten. Oh. Oh. Oh, Brutus. More like Brutus the Barber Wheat Cake. Oh. Um, That's a Tonka. <laughs> oh, Tatanka, there you go. Does dick have a little red stripe down it? <laughs> Who's anyone else's dick? <laughs> uh, Lodi, met Lodi that one time. So. Oh, okay. But Brutus's dick was the weirdest one. Okay. What was your weirdest? Dick? <laughs> no, wrestler. Wrestler Am direction. I, I disqualifying no. the obvious any interaction with Tony Ebelith? Yeah, that's not no, because everybody will have the same story about Tony Ellis. So. I've got Tony Ellis. Did he ever ask you to step on his face? Did you ever see him ask anybody else to step on his face? I saw him proposition somebody that you probably know fairly well too. Off air, we'll talk about that one. Um, <laughs> smoked weed with Superfly Jimmy Snuka. No fucking way. Yeah. Were you like, did you, did you, did you kill that girl? You totally killed that no. girl, didn't you? No, this was after that. This was well after that. I still would have brought it up. I mean, he brought, he got brought in for, I believe it was an NWA New England show years and years ago. Oh, okay, okay. And, uh, it was in Rhode Island. And he was late and he gets to this thing and you instantly, there's not a huge barrier between where the curtain ends and where the crowd is. And, you see Jimmy walk in the back. I think I was announcing or ring announcing at that point. Um, and you see Jimmy walk to the back, and the fans, oh, Jimmy, you still got And he gets on the back, and five minutes later, you start to be overwhelmed with the smell of marijuana <laughs> coming from the back. Wow. And then one of the guys from uh, who was working in the ring at the time comes over to me, and he's like, yep, Jimmy finally got here, huh? <laughs> yep. <Yeah, for laughs> So, yeah. Wow. And after the show, we all hung out and smoked weed. Nice. I met Nikolai Volkov once. That was cool. Did you? See his dick? Did it wear a fuzzy Russian hat? (laughs) No, but it did sing the Russian national anthem. Nice. I like the idea that... Does he call his dick Boris Zukov? (laughs) Yes, Troy? I just like the idea that uh, Mikazi is backstage sewing little wrestling outfits for dicks. <laughs> Jason seems to think that everyone's dick matched their ring gear, so sorry, it just popped in my head. I've uh, I have never seen. I don't think I've seen any famous wrestlers' dicks though. Shame. Only non-famous wrestlers. I mean, I'm sure you got slapped in the face with Carmelo Hayes' dick at one point in time, right? No, That thing was just no. probably flopping around backstage. <laughs> got a mind of its own. Uh-huh. He's got a... Uh, a I think dick. I have a picture wearing his hat when he was doing the... Uh, the Michael his dick hat? <laughs> He's got a Wikipedia now. I was, I was like, oh. And I was reading some stuff, and I'm like, oh my god. So when I first saw him, he was like 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does he mention on his Wikipedia that I was the first person to book a singles title on him? <laughs> no, it mentions no. that he was trained at New England Pro Wrestling Academy and that he had a yeah. Michael Jackson gimmick to start. It's, uh, it's funny how 
when somebody shows up on NXT or WWE TV, they typically get a Wikipedia uh, page created for them, and yet Action Andretti doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Who? Yeah, exactly. The guy that uh, that everyone's comparing to One Two Three Kid because he beat Chris Jericho. Who? Yeah, <laughs> oh, speaking of Jericho, I actually, look uh, forward, I actually look forward to five years from now, Adam talking about doing a show with Chris Jericho and seeing his dick. I mean, if he was a woman, he'd probably have seen it forcefully. So, <laughs> uh, the it was weird. We were hanging about backstage. His dick was there, but then his dick had to leave the storm of the Capitol. Go ahead. Yeah, it was weird. He's got a little Trump hat. He's got a little Trump flag that he sticks in his in his pee hole. He names he named his wife's vagina the Capitol. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Briscoes defeat FTR by your rough stoppage. Why? Why would you put the idea of sounding with a Trump flag in my head? Why would you do that? <laughs> it's my job, sir. Virgil apparently has a huge cock, though. He will he'll let you know too. Didn't Marty tell you that? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he's black. Reborn Jesus, who cares? Got to juggle. I'll get a point for getting Wait, the white won? supremacist as our new uh, oh, ROH Briscoes, tag team champion. The Briscoes pinned them. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't pin them. The ref stopped the, ref stopped the fight. Oh, we did that because, again. Yeah, back yeah, to back. Because, because Dash Mihawk was not Dash Mihawk. That's a, that's half his old name and, and an actor. Uh, no. Uh, Cash, Dick Hardcock? No. Dex Hardcock got knocked out, and Cash Wheeler could not get there and, like, Peek I guess, behind the curtain. Yeah. Peek behind the curtain. Do you want to know when ref stoppages occur in professional wrestling? When they can't come up with a good finish? When there's a storyline reason for it, they're going to build off of it. Mm. Or when both teams refuse to take a pin or a submission. Really? I wonder which one huh. this could have been. <laughs> teams, wrestlers, whatever. It's it's yeah. one of the ways they get out of a scenario like that where nobody wants to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I didn't lose. I didn't get pinned. I didn't submit. Adam's not in his head, Steven. He knows, yeah. Wait, he, so is that what conversations they did? In the back. Was that what they did with Brock and Randy Orton that one time at SummerSlam? Yeah. Remember when he did the... The elbows to him. That was worse, though, right? I, I think I'd rather take a pinfall. <laughs> I, I don't fucking head to say. Brock didn't beat me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because remember, at the time, Randy was pretty big, and mm-hmm. that, that definitely would have stopped his momentum. But, uh, yeah, I, Brock I think... Brock fight on, like, the UFC card that weekend, too? Yes, Mark I Hunt. So. Yep. yep. Yeah. Mark Hunt. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that Uterus and Garcia it wasn't probably wasn't that case right. it might have been it, that seems more like a storyline reason for it but definitely the briscoes and ftr definitely see would it shock you if i were to tell you probably jericho in the back telling fucking garcia no you shouldn't take a pinfall to this guy you just it wouldn't shock it me wouldn't shock yeah it could be one of those things yeah it makes sense samoa joe defeats speaking juice of, robinson sorry. yeah go ahead. i was just gonna say speaking of ftr uh, a point that I would have made last week uh, if I'd been here. Um, you have FTR finally gets their tag team title shot against... Uh, oh, they had the belts. Oh, no, you're talking about the AEW title. Yeah, the AEW title against the Acclaimed. 
And, you know, best tag team in the world are the AAA tag team champions, the Ring of Honor tag team champions, the New Japan tag team champions, the Joe's Backyard Fed tag team champions. But they can't beat the acclaim for the AEW tag team titles. Yeah. So fuck all those other companies, I guess. Right. Yeah, apparently they claimed better than anybody in New Japan. You're all shit compared to us. Except they claimed. But to be fair, everybody oh, loves the acclaimed. <laughs> everybody. Even Troy. Troy hates AEW, but he loves the acclaimed. I do. That's, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah. I actually do like them. My son's asked me several times to get him a scissor me daddy ass shirt to wear to school. I said, no, I'll take that light. Not the way I thought that you were going to go with that. Yeah. No, I don't um, think that's going to fly in, in the middle school kid. Sorry. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? But At he least, has uh, taken to in sports when he does something good, he comes over and he scissors me. That's mm. crazy. He doesn't, to, he doesn't want to high five anymore. Nice. So. Can we get to CPS on the line? Just. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, do you do it on the low? Are you like, all right, all right, come on, real quick. Half the people don't fucking know what it is. Yeah. To so 90%, it's, it's, yeah, dude, it's from AEW. Ninety-nine percent of the people have no fucking clue what it is. There's just like a. It goes over there and just a little kid going, Mommy, that man is, is scissoring his son. <laughs> I probably just figure it's a fist bump without even realizing what it is. I suppose. Samojo defeats Juice Robinson. Everyone except for who cares and say I'll get a point for that one. Yeah. So he remains the king, king of, of TV. Or King, King of, of TV, TV yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, mind you, he didn't. He, I, I, it's always weird to me when they defend the TV championship on a pay per view. Didn't they tell us at one point the TNT championship was not a television championship? Yes. yes. Didn't they make it hard with the world title? Definitely not a secondary title. Yeah. It's yeah. Hard with the world title. Um, yeah. So I was trying to think. It's like with saying Samoa Joe is on right? par with Brutus the Barber. <clears throat> right. Apparently. Um, <laughs> Samoa Joe spent a good, I don't know, four years in WWE. Oh, like on the main shit. roster, right? Yeah. I just realized what was why his Adam's... peak hold on, hold on. in WWE? Was it when he fought and lost to Styles for the WWE Championship two pay per views in a row? Joe. He was the US champion for a while. Yeah, but. A world title program. And I, didn't he beat AJ for it? For the US title? I, think so. I don't remember. But was that was that the biggest thing that Joe did in WWE? That, that, that's my house, Paige! Yeah. That's all I can <laughs> yeah. remember from him on the main roster. I think he well, fought Seth a bunch. Is, like... <laughs> the problem is, is that he was hurt half the time. So. I know. <laughs> okay, now to talk about something interesting. Because it just registered in my head. Why Adam used to get so upset about Beefcase? It brought back PTSD of, of Brutus' dick. That's what it was. was the one. No, Andy was the one who got upset about Beefcase. I, enjoyed, I wanted yeah. to name the network Beefcase. Oh, yeah, I remember Andy being like, no, we're not naming the network. Are you sure Andy a pick of Brutus' dick? <laughs> no, but apparently they uh, they still they still razz him about that on, on Tuning Japanese. So that really? is something that has remained, yeah. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah. Yeah, there was just a, uh, I think it was the second episode of the season, uh, Bill brought it up. Oh. So, 
Nice. Which he's, he's always good for that kind of stuff. You know, that show infinitely better now that they replaced uh, Josh on him. Is he coming back to this show now, Troy? Have you worked that out? No. Well, Surprisingly, we make not. it. We make it. I'm. I already made a suicide joke at the start of this episode. I'm pretty sure he's not going to come back. It's true. Oh God. And Claudio Castagnoli defeats Chris Jericho for the ROH World Title via the Cesaro Swing. He tapped out to the fucking swing. Hey, fuckface. You ever been in that move? <laughs> yeah, when I was yeah. 10 years old. We used to yeah. do it in the yard all the time. Hey, Jericho, you ever been in that move before and not tapped? Yes. The last time that you were in a cage match with Claudio. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I would like to point out, though, to swing a fat fuck like Jericho 30 fucking two seconds in a row, not 32 rotations. But that I was, was going to say, I would like to point out it was not 32 rotations. No, no, no. But for 30 seconds, that, that does, I mean, the dude is a fucking horse. I mean, fucking Claudio is, is a strong motherfucker. Like, you figure you get tired after like 15 or 16. He just keeps it going. So good, good on him. But no, I've never seen anybody tap, nor did I ever think anybody would tap to a giant swing. Nobody's tapped it's, it's to the giant swing now. since like the sixties. <laughs> I don't even. There wasn't tapping back then, so they would just been screaming like, "I give up!" Oh. <laughs> I thought it used to be somebody's finisher, right? Way back in the like the golden age. Probably Giant Baba, something like that. Probably. So, uh, if you're keeping track at home, I continue to do god awful on any AWR wish <laughs> predictions bowl because I got one point. Uh, Fetus Rhodes got two. Adam, Jason, who cares, got three. Gods of Juggalos, Sal, Bruno got four. And your winner with five uh, points, Loco and Reborn Jesus. Wow. So thank you for all of you who participated in that. Has Lucky Pro Wrestling ever brought in Zach Gowan, Adam? Where's this going? <laughs> I don't believe so. Okay. At least not on a show that I've, that I've. I was just curious if he had one leg or two. Okay, he's got one. <laughs> God, I, was... <laughs> I get the joke. Don't worry, I, I got the joke. <laughs> That's the only important one. All right. I like I like this. So this should be a new show. Jason asked to ask Adam about dicks. I mean, he did so, open him up to ring that dick on that one. That's true. That's true. So, Adam, when you're doing your ring announcer announcing, are you thinking about the competitor's dicks? <laughs> now making his way to the ring, measuring at an impressive six and a half. <laughs> fans are just like, wait, what? <laughs> you should do that once just to see if anyone notices. Jason, do you know, do you know Foxy Calvin Campbell? Mm-hmm. Have you seen okay. his dick? <laughs> I have. You can't not, really. Uh, okay. I have, I have mentioned that uh, there was a joke about doing an R-rated show, and I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him to the ring as accompanied by his cock, because <laughs> the thing's fucking ridiculous. Nice. Doesn't Chad Epic do those types of shows all the time? Yeah, that's yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what Chad was like. Well, next time we do an R-rated show, I'll be coming I'm like, sure. Jesus Christ. The funny thing is, you guys, Troy, Sal, you guys don't know this, but, like, you have those older guys who will just fucking let cocks hang in the locker room because they like making other people uncomfortable with it, and they find it funny. 
So I used to I, feel I like used to Greg work Valentine out. and Honky Tonk Man like said that in shoot interviews before. Well, you just <clears> sit around <throat> fucking everything's hanging out, nobody <laughs> If you've There's never... a reason he got the nickname the Hammer. Just saying. If you've never been to like a public gym, like a gold's gym or, or anything like that, um, spoiler alert you're most likely going to see old man cock. I was going to say, it's always the old guys. <laughs> it is It is almost always the old dudes who are just walking around the locker room fucking nude. Because they don't just have, they just don't have any shame anymore at this point. I was gonna say, so they're just like, care. whatever. Yeah, they really don't care. So yeah, you'll get it with my... his, they'll just fucking sit down next to you, their fucking balls flopped <laughs> over the bench, and you're just like, all right, well, I'm just going to stand up now. <laughs> And never sit on that bench again. Yep, never <laughs> touch that again. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this is exactly why, by the way, I never changed in one of those. I would I would store my bag in there, and then once I was done, I'd grab my bag and be like, well, go take a shower at home. <laughs> uh, I, go to gym at lunch. I go to the gym at lunch on work, so I shower there, but yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm I, not worried I about the, it. Yeah, I had the opportunity <laughs> to drive home and just fucking... Plus that... I, I don't like to. I'm a grower, not a shower, so I don't like to be fucking walking around anyways because, I mean, you know, it's just not, not that fair. It's funny we're having this conversation on the anniversary of Winter is Coming here in the Wang Man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's right. Yep. All right, anything All right, else to say about... Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Anything else to say about, to say about Ring of Honor? No. Okay, fair enough. Nobody NXT Deadline with a one in it for some reason. Uh, one. Thank you. Thank you to uh, Jason, Adam, Sal, myself, Jackson, Dickoloco, Gods of Jekyllo, Reborn Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, Bruno Tomas, Jericho's Wife Underappreciated Society. Uh, did I say Jackson? I meant to say Jackson. Yeah. Uh, and. Who's still waiting for Mandy to go from the black and gold brand to the black and orange? It's Fetus Rhodes. That would be Pornhub. Pornhub joke. <laughs> so, uh, in two unannounced matches that were thrown on the pre-show, Ivy Nile defeated Lash Legend. And then I didn't so... watch the pre-show, but every time Lash Legend loses, I'm happy. <laughs> Amen. You'll be be double happy because on the next episode of Level Up, Ivy Nile defeats Lash Legend. I don't know why they keep having her beat the shit out of her. Did you say double up? It. It's legend level up. No, he said level up. Did I up. say double up? Oh, did he? he okay, said, I think he said double up. I wouldn't put it past me. I'm uh, very tired. Uh, Duke Hudson and Andre Chase defeated Javier Bernal. Did somebody say Andre <laughs> Chase? There we go. Wait, Javier Bernal uh, who? Javi. Big, bod- Big Body Big Javi, Javi and Zion Quinn. Oh, is... I thought you were going to say Vaughn Wagner. I was going to be like, it happened! Big Body mm. in the wagon! <laughs> no, no. No, but Zion Quinn is uh, is fucking Harley Qu- uh, Cameron, so... Oh, is he? There's that. Zion Quinn? Oh, that makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. More like, more like Yawn Wagner, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> am I right? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be big, big body Javi and Axiom. Like, that would be funny. Actually. Start teaming together. <laughs> All right. Getting to the main card, we had our first Iron Survivor Challenge, which I realized is actually a decent way to keep some people strong. 
wasn't nearly it, as complicated as they made it sound originally. Yeah. No, yeah. sure. I feel like if they had just explained it a little simpler, it would have would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. But there are things I still don't like about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the fact that both matches featured somebody getting zero pinfalls is definitely one of them. Yeah. Uh, so Kat and James in this one get zero pinfalls. Uh, Indy Hartwell, Cora Jade, Zoe Stark all get one pinfall. And your winner, Roxanne Perez, gets two pinfalls. And... This was almost a tie, as Cora Jade was about to pin Roxanne Perez, but then ran out of time. Uh, so obviously we're setting up that feud to continue. Uh, myself, Dicko, Sal, Adam, and Jackson all got a point for choosing Roxanne Perez. <clears throat> Didn't I? I went back and forth on that one last week. I thought I went, yeah. you know, I don't know, whatever. Thought I went you, yeah, you went back and forth, and then you landed on Cora Jade. Because I never know. It was between no, it was her and Indy. Indy, that's what it was. Yeah, you yeah. landed on Indy. My bad. Mm-hmm. Anything else to say about the Iron Survivor Challenge? I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a good opener. I was surprised at how well it was put together because I thought it was going to be a convoluted mess. Yeah. Um, the penalty box was an interesting feature. I thought it came into play more in the men's match. But, um... Yeah. And then, you know, Roxanne pulls it out at the end, phrasing, and Booker T loses his shit because he's a heel commentator, but for one of his girls, he's a face commentator, so... Is he a heel commentator? I He's just a bad commentator. He's a bad commentator, that's true. He's literally ruining NXT. He really is. He goes back and forth so often that I don't even think he knows what he's supposed to be doing. Is he the worst color commentator in NXT history? Hey man, they don't they don't like me calling that anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, um, what? Percy Percy Watson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty yes. He, uh, I don't I don't get it because I've never I've not been a huge Booker T fan on commentary, but he has been better than this. Like he's actively obnoxious on commentary. He strikes me as he's trying to remember. I don't know if you guys watched her in TNA when he was there, and him and Nash used to do commentary, and he did the Black Snow character no. uh, when he did commentary, but it's like he's actively trying to do that, where he's like NWO-style commentary. It's just, and he's talking over Vic Joseph the whole time, and it's just, it's a fucking mess. It is. Which, which mind you, not a Vic Joseph fan either. I do respect the fact that he somehow has convinced Mackenzie uh, to let him put his penis in her. But at Absolutely. least, at least when Wade Barrett Although, was there, what the there, fuck was with her outfit on that show? I was, that was, that was gonna, weird. I was, gonna, I was gonna wait for Troy to finish the sentence, but yeah, that was. Yeah, I never bothered with that. But sure, that makes sense. It's like it's like it's like a stripper dressed up as a bride. Yep. I, see, is. I got like I got stripper fairy. But it was it was a white dress. So it was, yeah, got a, very weird. Got a wedding to me. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's no nobody. By the way, why does Roxanne Perez? Sorry, what? Yeah. There's there's nobody redeeming on on commentary anymore. Yeah. You stuff Wade and right. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't we bring back Nigel to NXT? What the mm, fuck's he doing yeah. these days? Did they, they fired him. him. They fired yeah, they released him. him. Oh, that's right. They released him um, because he didn't want to come to America full time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I mean, um, by the way, why does Roxanne do the pose where she like? 
sticks her ass out to the camera when she doesn't really have an ass. I'm fine with it. Yeah. She'll learn. She's, what, 22? Oh, um, speaking of which, Cora Jade's outfit during that match, good God. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Straight fire. Seriously. Yeah. Indy 2. No, Alba Fire was in a different match. Yes, Yes, your favorite on the card, right? Speaking of... So Are you you segueing to the next match? No, because I've got more stuff here. Okay. Um, The penalty box, my first issue, the timer shouldn't start until they're actually in the penalty box. That's true. The notion that the timer starts when they're on the floor is stupid, because why wouldn't you just pretend to be hurt and lay down on the floor for 90 seconds? That's right. You can at least, like, interfere in a match. Um... I didn't like, and I think I always sort of hate this, similar to the Iron Man matches, I always sort of feel like the ending is anticlimactic, because the ending in these matches is typically somebody trying to storm, it's very similar to the Iron Man match, yeah, no, where someone's trying to storm into finishing a pinfall to catch up at the very end, and they never get, it never happens. So it's just sort of always anticlimactic, like it always ends with a non-pinfall instead of a pinfall or submission. Yeah. Isn't that the Sean Bret Hart ending to their Iron Man? No, that was that was a sudden death. So the pinfall. Yeah, overtime, McMahon. Yeah, but they were like the, before that they were like quickly trying to get pins on each other to to win the thing. As the clock runs out, yeah. Till yeah, that's yeah. the case with every fucking yep. Iron Man match. Right, um, that's what that's I'm saying. The, it's the same that's, thing every time. I'm, I was agreeing. I was just pointing out an example. Um, <laughs> I, I thought. That played into the men's the ending of the men's. I like I like I like the ending of the men's match. I thought it was an interesting. See, I I like the way they did it was less egregious to me. See, I like the women's match better because I thought they told a nice story of Cora was in the penalty box right before Roxy got the two pins, and then when she gets out, she only has like thirty seconds, and she hits the DDT, and Roxy rolls out as time expires. Cora's got a legit beef. Yeah. So it sets up the next challenger very nicely. I don't know how much I like the fact that there were nine falls in the men's match and only five in the women's. Yeah. I don't know if that's... Yeah, there if, were definitely like, not enough pinfalls in the women's match. Yeah. It just seemed kind of odd to me. And I do want to give props. I think we said on this show um, last week, I think Sal and I both said that we weren't fans of the Kiana James uh, placement in the match. We thought it should have been Fallon Henley or... A couple other people yeah. would mention, but I thought Keanu James did a very nice job in this match. All right, she's all right. So yeah, she's she's definitely starting to carve out an identity for herself, which I like, and it's it's not bad. Who is her assistant that's all of a sudden just started showing up? Gee, I don't know. Uh, she just started yeah, showing up the last couple of weeks. I don't remember them introing her or anything. Just she's oh, she's there now. Yeah, okay. she's. Uh, I don't know who she is like outside of NXT, but um, obviously she's am, someone. Because I'm anxiously awaiting the storyline where Kiana buys uh, Fallon Henley's dad's bar, and then Fallon has to perform sexual favors to get it back for her family. I'm done with it. <laughs> Jason, that storyline um, is way too sexual for NXT, okay? No, they'll make money off it, Sal. It'll be fine. They, they've never, ever exploited someone's sexuality for money. Yeah. We're, we're jumping ahead here. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, 
Giovanna Evernil is her assistant. Okay. Uh, but she is she is new. She's one of the uh um I think she's one of the NIL hires. Oh really? Okay. Oh, okay. So um let's see. Yeah, she's a she is a former uh jujitsu black belt and multi time champion. But yeah, so she's one of the one of them one of them peoples they hired. Um alright. Uh Isla Dawn somehow defeats Alpha Fire. Fetus Jericho Deco Gazajugla Sale Adam and Jackson I'm gonna point for that one. Yeah, Sal and I talked ourselves out of this one. <laughs> well, no, I picked. I ended up picking Isla. Dawn. But I mean, we we yeah we went. But we went, we went back, back and, and forth, forth because he, we couldn't understand having Alba Fire lose all Again. the time. But apparently, because, um, we're just going to Papa the shit. <laughs> yeah. So you go with Papa Shango, I go with Dolph. We did make the Papa Shango jokes. So yeah. It yeah. did come I, to fruition. Wait, you went with yeah, who? I, I, I go with Alba Fire as the Dolph Ziggler of NXT right now, the mm-hmm. guy who just trots out to lose to people and make them look good. Uh, but the, the finish that you're talking about, yeah, would be the Papa Shango one because uh, the Don is a spoopy so she witch woman. grabbed his ankle, which made him puke oil. Yeah. How much oil do they have on hand? You figure all the shit that came up with the Bray Wyatt thing. I was going to say, remember Orin when Orin was, was puking all over his backstage yeah. segments? Yeah. Well, you know, the guys got to grease themselves up before the match. I guess. <laughs> Although, I remember listening to NXT UK and hearing a lot of hate for Isla Dawn, and I don't hate her in ring. I don't know what... what... Yes, Adam, so... tell us why you don't like Isla Dawn. Yes. Uh, on NXT UK, she was fucking garbage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, what did you well, think about this match? Yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. If I'm being honest, honestly, that's probably a step up from. That's true. From what I've seen, and I didn't watch NXT UK very often except for the special events, but um, from what I've seen of her in NXT proper, I think she's done a pretty nice job in ring. I haven't been like she. She has those sort of random sort of slow down moments that some people have, but. Other than that, I really haven't noticed anything. I was like, oh, ugh. But the the level Plus of she's kind of hot. I'll try to pay yeah. attention next time. The level well, of talent. if she keeps doing and... the supernatural bullshit. <laughs> I, I think she's ele- elevated by the talent that is in NXT. I think over in NXT UK, when she's fighting some of the people there, it you know, it's, it's she's not going to look as good. Because I was a big fan here now. I mean, Alba Fire, they definitely had a match before Alba Fire got her new name. That was something that happened. Um, but yeah, most of them are here or, or fired because they got rid of the fucking French Hope and her gigantic mommy milkers, which I. Wait, who is this? Still pissed off. Amali? Oh, I have to look this up. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah, I've shown had it before, Amali but yeah. On the, on the tournament, I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. hot. Beautiful. She's Beautiful, beautiful woman, beautiful mommy milkers. She's a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman. Big mommy milkers, Troy? Yes, big mommy milkers. Now, don't expect Charlotte's fucking clown tits from three years ago, but, like... Why? What is your obsession with Charlotte? Like, me? every conversation me? comes back to Charlotte with you. No, no, no. You, sir. Not me. 
I'm sorry, which one of us brought up Charlotte here? No, but I I was just saying, if you're going to compare Amale to something of that nature, that's not what we're talking about. I but she's didn't gorgeous. say we were. You did. Well, you said huge, really huge mommy milkers? Really? Like, really? Jason, are you looking at them now? Yeah. Oh, that's no, right. Oh, are you screen sharing? Because I don't see anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I meant, uh, are you, or did you look yourself? But yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, big mama milkers. Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, the New Day are your new NXT Tag Team Champions after beating Pretty Deadly. This is going to be the show full Jericho. of I would have picked these the right way, except I talked myself out of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, th- this was this was my my question on if Booker T is a, a heel commentator or not. Because yeah, so the Kofi Kingston sets a record for having fifteen different no, he didn't. take team title ranges. No he didn't. No he didn't. I got sixteen. I I looked. Well, Adam Pedia would tell you no, you've got thirteen. <laughs> or fourteen. I think it's fourteen. If you count his WCW ones. Yeah, you but count yeah. those, I mean. Yeah, it was it it's those kinds of things where as a if you're if you're a heel commentator I, I fully understand when you had like Bobby the Brain Heenan being like, Oh, this is my guy and then he gets eliminated from the rumble and oh no, this guy is my guy or whatever like that. Right. That's that's a good kind of heel commentating stuff. It's not burying the fucking talent, it's not trying to diminish the talent. Sitting there and claiming that Kobe Kingston doesn't actually have the the fucking most title reigns because you do just makes you sound like an asshole. Yeah. And it is straight burying the talent to say shit like that. Uh, To to get yourself over when you have been unless they're setting up New Day versus Harlem Heat for WrestleMania. Uh, (laughs) I think Stevie Ray's in doubt. Stevie Ray actually just did an interview where he said he was never going to wrestle again, which means Harlem Heat is confirmed. yeah. 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 Uh, dude, Harlem Heat was that team that I loved back in my WCW days. I loved Harlem Heat. Uh, I loved the time that they called Hulk Hogan the N-word. I was I loved just their say title, that. Their title reigns. I loved their matching gear with the flames and shit like that. I loved that team. When they, then, when they when they did Blacked before Blacked did with Sister Sherry. Yep. Yeah. It was a fun fucking team. <laughs> And then they split him up, and Booker T became a big star, and Stevie Ray was the 14th member of the NWO. Hey, he was the leader of the <laughs> B won the TV show championship. NWO. That's true, yeah. He was, a, he was a dude, too, that I felt like they could have done more with, but I also kind of understood it, because Booker T was clearly the star of that tag team. But I liked him. Anyway, oh, Stevie Ray. So, yeah, so the New Day beat pretty deadly. You ever been on a show and with Stevie Ray, Adam? He seems a dick. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you um, want to? What do we think about the New Day becoming NXT Tag Champs? I told you when we did the show, it wouldn't shock me. It was the type of move that I could see them doing for a short-term pop. My problem with it is now Pretty Deadly is a pretty damn good tag team within your own roster, and they're now already two-time former champs. Yeah. So... How often are you going to just throw the belts on them and hot shot them on and off? 
I, I, not to mention, they're also not getting the next title shot. They're not getting the next one, but they might be getting the next title shot. Because they wouldn't change. say the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, yeah, that was kind of dumb. But yeah, Briggs yeah, and Stratton so, are... Because the new the day is Donald months. Trump now. Yes, yeah, apparently. Um, well, it's just because Briggs and Stratton are fucking, you know, Fallon. fuck your, your cousin country boys. And Fallon Henley is there. Which, which, by the way, they gave, uh, uh, I know I'm, I'm intentionally calling them the wrong names, uh, they gave Brooks Jensen uh, interview time in the backstage, yeah. where he essentially had, like, strong insult energy and was, like, jizzing his pants. And well, it was gimmick. not good. It's not good. You don't remember where they had months where he couldn't wrestle because he, he hurt himself jerking off? Broken. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> But it's not a good gimmick, and it's like these guys are former tag team champions, and one of them is a guy you, who you, you get, couldn't jerk funny. himself off because it's funny because he's corny. I thought this shit was done when the old fuck retired. No, because no. because because Triple there's H one is thing still. Yeah, oh, I'm not no, gonna H- lie. I chuckled at the cat. My my arms in a cast because I jerked off too much. HBK is a guy who who loves a good fucking just joke. <laughs> we know this, but uh, I just you look if your at your wife was like that hot. Yeah, I just look at at Josh Briggs and I'm like, you could be doing so much more. Oh yeah, I agree with that, hundred percent. Nothing against Brooks Jensen; he's perfectly acceptable. And he when he turns ball. on him, he will. Yeah, and he could be be really good. And they should stick Fallon Henley with him still, though, because. I do wonder if they uh, they didn't want to have two guys with similar gimmicks, and that's why they were going to have Von Wagner sort of doing that thing that Briggs yeah. was doing before. Yeah. Sure. You know, the big, badass, giant mm-hmm. guy. No, we reserve that for Dijak. I mean, uh, Von Wagner. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, sorry, Donovan Veer died and... black? <laughs> yes, Donovan died black. And Veer and Sanga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I really want to like the fact. I like the fact that he's Dijak again, and I really want to like this whole thing. But they're making it very hard. Yeah, they really are. They really are. Like looking at Mandy Rose's pictures, it's making it real hard. And then we had our men's Iron Survivor challenge, where Axiom, Joe Gacy, and Carmelo Hayes all got two pinfalls. JD McDonough got zero. Uh, just like the number of consent that he got. And uh, Grayson Waller got three to be the new number one contender for the NXT Men's Championship. Of this group, J.D. McDonough is the one you give zero falls to? Yeah, it's Ax- Axiom is there. He's literally there to just be the <laughs> guy. Axiom was like a about. star in this man. Yeah, he really was. Which, um, again, they And he's now going into, into a little thing with Carmelo Hayes, too. They're clearly pretty high on him. Yeah. I don't think joke, the mask. Though. Yeah, I don't think the mask sticks around. I think that we, we lose that pretty soon. But it's it's not even the mask. He literally makes jokes backstage. Yeah, I know. He had he had a whole thing where he's like, "My face Listen, will look like this." He's just a kid. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a kid. Yeah, we know who we know he's a kid. But he makes no, jokes I mean, about the young. fact you can't see his face. Yeah. Um, I don't know the crowd. The crowd seems to to like Axiom so. If they, if they got plans the with him, is cool. Hey, if they got plans with him and Hayes, I'm down for that. Those would be some fun matches. But 
Oh, yeah, he's a very talented worker. So I know a lot about that. This this match, to me, the end seemed kind of obnoxious, where Grayson Waller is just trying to run around for thirty seconds. Supposed to. I know, but that doesn't that plays it into what you were saying. Suits his character one hundred. That suits yeah. his character, mm-hmm. but as a match finish, I was like, "This is fucking stupid." <laughs> um. And then this is the one where the penalty box, I felt like, came into play more. Because, you know, you had, um, what was it, McDonough? And I think How it was did we Waller not have anybody, the like, lock the penalty box? Uh, Seamus wasn't there with his necklace. No, what do you call mm-hmm. it? Um, they tried, and Axiom jumped off the top of it. They tried well, he was to holding it shot. Yeah, he was he holding the door. But does it have a I'm lock on it? I'm like it chained it. No. No. It just, it's a door. So... <laughs> They besides, to time out. Besides, it doesn't make yeah. any sense to chain it up because he could just climb up the top, uh, off the top because it doesn't have a top. So, yeah. Yeah. it's like the shark cage on AEW. Pretty nice. Much. Um, does, did Joe Casey? Is this the first time he's worn short tights on NXT TV? No, I, I think, think when so. they did the breakout tournament, he did before uh, he had yeah. the before he had the new character. Strangely enough, it kind of works for him. Not hating it. I'm sort of digging the new ad, the new um, group here. Yeah. Schism. Yeah, I sort of I like this better than Gacy, like with fucking Parker Boudreaux and all that shit oh, yeah, they yeah, tried yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It's Can not as rain? exciting as Troy will get when Sanity returns on Raw. <laughs> just, uh, at least there'll be something for Nikki Cross to do at that point. Yeah, demo. Nikki Cross is doing just fine by herself. Is she though? No, she's not. <laughs> I was gonna say she hasn't been on TV since Survivor Series, but that's okay. Which begs the question: How hairy do you think Big Demo's dick is? He's got so much fucking hair. I assume that she has to like part it before getting down to business. <laughs> just pulls out like a My Little Pony brush and starts getting it off to the side. <laughs> Good God. Um, I, yeah, totally thought Carmella was going to win this match, but I'm fine with Grayson Waller. My yeah. little bony. Yeah. <laughs> they, call us, they, call us, they call us pubes the Red Sea. <laughs> I can't do a good Scottish accent, so I'm not going to try. Nope. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Baron Brickakakakur retains his championship over Apollo Crews. Everyone except for... Jericho's wife, underappreciated society, gets a point. Meaning, what a, what a fucking drag of a finish. Sorry, God. What a drag oh, of a I match, was... to be honest with yeah. you. Nope. I mean, the whole lead up to it was stupid. Oh, the lead up to it was atrocious. <laughs> I, I, again, we had this. Sal and I had this conversation. Has there been a worse NXT championship run than Braun Breakers? Well, NXT and and the people running it won't have you believe that because they think Braun Breakers the best thing in the world in the past. This isn't even years. a Braun Breaker thing. This is a how they're booking him thing. I, I don't have no problem with Breaker as a performer. You know what I don't understand? When the match started, they they started to tell this story on commentary, on commentary how it was like looking in a mirror, right? Um, they both were super athletic guys, super fast, uh, could go for, you know, half hour. But you didn't tell that story leading into the match. You told the story of Apollo having visions and going fishing and meeting up in diners. Like, 
There was such a disconnect. And then the finish, like Adam says, I don't get it. The spear out of nowhere made no fucking sense. Well, I meant, also, finished. I meant, I meant finish to the show, and not oh, necessarily the finish of the match. But Also, why would anyone go through the Iron Survivor match when really all you have to do is walk out during a Braun promo and ask for a title match? Because that's, that's what J.D. McDonough did. That's what fucking Apollo Dragon did. did. <laughs> yeah. So really, that's all you got to do, I think. Tyler Bates, same thing. Like, that's been the build for every single one of his programs. Yeah. Hopefully, Grayson Water gets that title belt uh, at uh, New Year's Evil, and we can put Braun Breaker on the main roster now and be the, done with the it. The build for this match is going to be that uh, Breaker discovers that it was actually Grayson Waller who leaked Mandy Rose's pictures to Twitter. Yeah, nice. Well, what would Breaker care? <laughs> No, Breakers of Cora Jade. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, so with one point, Reborn Jesus, Bruno Tomas, and Jason. I only got one point, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he did as bad as I do in my ROH ones. Uh, with two points, Fetus Rhodes. Three points, Adam, Sal, Katsujagalo, Dicko, and Jericho's wife. And with four points, winning it, Jackson and myself. Yeah, I think that's I think that's two wins for me back to back now. Nice. At least in terms of you know WWE product. I was gonna say, cause, yeah, because you won some. That's how much I did, yeah. Uh-huh. So I guess maybe I just understand Triple H a little better. I definitely don't understand. I definitely don't understand Tony Khan because I cannot fucking get in that idiot's head. Snort some anybody. coke and then you'll get him. <laughs> I wish someone wanted to send it to me. My address is not <laughs> Uh So thoughts on that? Uh, whoops. Uh, what the fuck is this paper you called? Dead Deadline. Deadline. <laughs> it, was it was solid. It was. Yeah. It was solid. Yeah, I, like, like we said, in the host we sh- definitely should have finished with the the Iron Survivor, the Men's Iron Survivor, but then you wouldn't have had you wouldn't have been able to do the fake the fake copyright bug and then Grayson attacks him from my um, I, I I personally like, kind of moved on from it I, I thought Grayson's performance in the Survivor match like Jason said just fit his character perfectly mm-hmm. stealing like outright stealing the victory from Carmelo at the very end and the first two um, falls like everybody's down as he comes out yeah the, the back like, to back yeah, yeah fantastic really well done but yeah and I enjoyed the chase at the end because um, then Carmelo, because it wasn't solid. Chase, Carmelo gave up and tried to get pinfalls elsewhere. Um, but yeah, it it paid off. Grayson Waller being a sneaky dickhead, and I think it uh, I think it worked that great. Um, I like that in the in the build to the match, they made a big deal about you can get falls by pinfall submission or disqualification, and there were no disqualifications. Um, well, it's the problem with that is it's the same thing as a triple threat. So somebody gets hit with a chair, who gets the disqualification fall? That's right. true. That's, exactly. a, that's a good point. That the, the person who was hit? I mean, I guess, but technically it's a, still a fall. So if J.D. McDonough gets pissed off that he hasn't gotten any falls and he just hits four people in a row with a chair, they all get a fall? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't Carmella then just have Trick Williams hit him with a chair? Just have him over in the corner and beat, 
and beat him like the rock beat mankind to the chair. <laughs> speaking I of got speaking thirteen of chair, falls. <laughs> speaking of chair chair hitting people with chairs and spots, I typically don't, but in this particular case, I laughed out loud at the spot in the pretty deadly New Day match where they all pretended to get oh hit my the belt. god, yeah, how did we how did yeah. we miss that? The Eddie Guerrero when <laughs> and I'm horrible at remembering their names now when. When when blonde haired was it blonde haired pretty deadly guy tossed yeah. it to black brown haired pretty deadly guy <laughs> the and, then hit and the brunette is Elton I Elton right? I when when it went from one pretty deadly to the other pretty deadly and <laughs> yep. the first guy sold it like he got hit anyway I fucking yeah and the referee comes over and is like I know you're all faking <laughs> <laughs> and they're all pointing at each other that was great I also yeah. also the fact that when all four of them were down. The New Day were just dead, mm-hmm. lying stock still, and both pretty deadly. We're like, oh, yeah. writhing around. That was fucking genius. Yeah, that was great. The fans popped for the twerk off. Uh, it was a thing. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm very glad that they're going to be moving back on the road for these events coming up because yes, that's right NXT goes back on the road for February I think it is um, because watching these types of matches with the fake crowd on the wall is <laughs> I don't know it just sort of takes me out of it a little bit I don't know sure I feel All like right. they need less color there wasn't any cool entrances for this takeover and I was a little disappointed in that no it wasn't a takeover but you know what I mean NXT PLE. Yeah. Um, even for the champ, I thought he'd come and bust through a fucking cardboard X again or something. Yeah. So, this now sets up New Year's Evil. It's going to be Grayson Waller versus Braun Breaker. K-k-k-k-k-k-k. Do we think they put the title on Grayson? If they have plans for Breaker going into the Rumble, they do. Yeah. It's well, also going to be Roxanne not the question, Sal. Do you think I, they put the title on him or not? I, I really hope they do. I'm going to really say no. Yeah. I'm going to say no because I still think the money is Breaker and Carmella. I, I agree, and I think that's the, yeah. the um, stand and deliver match is Breaker and Carmella. Could be. It sure. could be the the February one. Was it Valentine's Oh, yeah, Valentine's Val- Day. Yeah, yeah. Ven- no, it's uh, Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. And then, Day. of course, uh, New Year's Evil, we're going to see um, Roxanne, Roxanne Perez challenge Mandy Rose for the uh, yeah. Women's Championship. Who's yeah. going to put the title on Roxanne Perez? <laughs> <laughs> I think they might. They yes. might. Oh, man. I guess that's as good a segue as any. Uh, so the big news, of course, this week. Um, and to be honest, I've sort of gone back and forth on my feelings on this, and I've had a lot of mixed feelings on it. But uh, we, we learned... We have not had a debate in our host thread like that in a while, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Just follow me back. What the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> Ten grand. So we we learned that Mandy Rose, we learned that Mandy Rose had been released, and of course, as as is tradition with these things, more information comes out, and then people ignore that new information, and just go with their their first instinct that they had in it. But by all accounts, um, there are some people who said that Mandy Rose asked for her release two weeks ago. I don't believe that. Um, I think that's just fed bad bullshit. But what we do know is that um, Mandy Rose had the pictures that she has been selling on her personal website, MandyRoseSacks.com. Uh, not a sponsor, but should be. 
and the, they got spread around on Twitter, which of course yeah, everybody we're not caught... doing phrasing anymore at all, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. So that caught everyone's attention then. That like, oh hey, this stuff is going on now. If but you if the, the butthole got spread on Twitter, okay? Yes. <laughs> yep. So of course, the if you partial butthole, if yeah, you if like you would look at the hands. pictures, yeah. If you look at the pictures, you would see that. Uh, they definitely were more uh, risque than anything any other WWE woman currently is posting on, like their own OnlyFans or Instagram and stuff like that, because it was, it was her nipples, it was her bare ass, it was her. Fucking... To which I say to Scarlett, fucking up your game, girl. Go right. get her. Yeah, there was there was her uh, bare ass to bare cock, uh, which you couldn't see his cock, but it. So we don't know it was bare cock. It could have been. That's true. Yeah. Could have had one of those chicken socks on. Who knows? Yeah. But this is also this is also the woman whose website requested dick pics uh, she could rate. So a lot of things that you know um, definitely go against. Did you send one in for? What'd you get? I didn't. No, I did not (laughs) because it's thirty dollars a month. So Mandy Rose. Sal, what'd you get? Dude, that shit costs extra, man. I ain't got the money for that. Yeah. She ain't rating them so, for thirty bucks a month. You have to join, and then she'll charge yeah. you another fee. Why do you pay thirty bucks and she gives you a two? Right, <laughs> just soul crushing, right? Uh, so she was asked. Dog, dog, it's a no for me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Manny Rose was given an ultimatum: either end the site, or we're going to end our relationship with you. But we don't want to end our relationship with you. We want you in the Rumble. We still have plans for you. Please end your site. And she said, Yo, Doug, I made $4 million off of that website. <laughs> well, basically, so, that's from what I've what I've gathered. That's basically what she was like. If you want to pay me what I'm making off of that, yep. then I will gladly take it down. Correct. Yep. I mean, hey, so, smart businesswoman. So, <laughs> yeah. you, know you know what, dude? Get your fucking money. That's for right. Somebody who, for somebody who's talking... Looks are fleeting. There's only so long people yeah. are going to pay that kind of money to see you cash in while you can, man. That's right. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. I, I don't blame Mandy for cashing in. I will be the first one to tell you, though, that as we started seeing more and more pictures, especially with the link that we recently saw that brought you to a Twitter account, I was like, uh-oh. This yeah, is as soon as got on Twitter, I said in our host thread, like, this is not going to be good. Yeah, it, it was yeah. getting too... Um, Out there. Yeah. Yeah. Where where more people would start to notice it, and and you you know there's been rumors of sponsors, but I was still Basically surprised. What, what Sal's saying is that once it got on Twitter, the butthole was getting spread too wide. <laughs> That's too true. Wide. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, Just too wide. You, you uh, can't uh, do uh, that. Uh, that uh, much. Partial butthole. Partial butthole. <laughs> I was yeah, uh, okay. So... <laughs> I was surprised when the news broke because she she we watched her drop the title the night before. Which I, which was a surprise. We all thought it was going to happen in two weeks at New Year's <clears throat> Evil, and yeah. then the news came out, and I was like, "This can't be real. This is somebody bullshit." No, it's fucking real. And I was surprised because she's been such a focal point for the, the NXT Women's Title for the past four hundred days. That, um, yeah, I thought they would have been able to work something out, but I don't blame Sorry. her. Yeah, I'm a fucking well, have to change one of my fucking picks for the year end awards now. Anybody yep. <laughs> anybody catch WWE announcing her release? No. No. I thought I saw that it happened, that it was 
announced today at some point. Dirt sheets, dirt sheets are the only ones that have announced it. She has. She appears to have. She said, "Thank you for all the support." Yeah. She also she has removed, removed the name Mandy Rose from her website, which was probably one of her big mistakes, is to put Mandy Rose in there. She should, if it was just Here's, Mandy Sachs, I wonder if this is as big a deal. But you. You do get the fact that her middle name is actually Rose, right? No, I get that, but <laughs> Mandy Rose is her work name, so she right, put right. her work name in the site, which is probably not. So, and yeah. the only thing WWE did was they moved her to the alumni section. Now, could this be cool? You know, getting her off TV just to get her heated up for the Rumble, maybe. No, um, I don't think so. But I no, think she's in the uh, rumble. No, I don't think you I don't think, think she's in the rumble. I think she's in the rumble. Okay. What? But okay. And I was going to ask you this, Jason, specifically because you've been around this business a long time. All right. Is the ultimate goal not to make as much money as you possibly can with taking as least amount as physical, like permanent physical damage? Yeah. Well, it depends on the individual, but yeah. Well, I mean, if I'm so, Andy, for example, why do I need to take, to take as much physical damage as he possibly can? Yes, yeah. Moxley's a rare breed. But if I'm Mandy, why am I taking bumps when I can just sit here and do this and make $4 million? A little why, dry why take bumps when you can get paid to take humps? Yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Mandy's gone. I really wouldn't. I, and like we I said, can't wait till you go to her website and she's got William Regal to walk out and go, Hall Games! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sal, you're gonna have a lot to pick from. Hey, hey, um, hey, humps over bumps, bro. Humps over bumps. It's true. Jason, would you yeah, be so shocked though if she decided I don't need to wrestle right now? No, not at all. No. We talked about it before about the fact that she has said that uh, she wants to start a family soon and live, obviously on, on the internet for everybody to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I am curious she, to see what kind of new posts come up. There's been a <laughs> couple <laughs> already. Has there? I haven't seen them. Go, go check out our host thread and tell me that she doesn't oh. post that if she's still with the company. So the... Um, Not the host thread. Back in a few minutes. The Discord. Yeah. Yeah, you know you know what's up. Yeah, there's there's no article about her getting released, but she has been moved to the end, to the alumni. But again, here's, here's the deal with it. They even did is, an article with Sasha and Naomi explaining that they're released or that they were at least suspended yeah nothing which for her? It, i don't strike anyone as weird i don't know i don't know because because they still want her back so maybe they're still thinking that you know that they can they can work this out and they might they'll announce again, the release the day that she releases an actual sex tape with you know <laughs> they're like oh no no we uh yeah. wwe has come to terms of release on uh amanda sacramento <laughs> Again, I I I don't feel that bad for her. I I feel a little bad for her because of the fact that she was put into that position because of of assholes on the internet. But again, it's like you, she she did this knowing farewell what her contract says and what she could and couldn't do. Um, I I can sit there and say I don't agree with the fact that that's in the contract in the first place, but it, it's there. So it's like you know, I mean, I can. The, the you know, you can is, disagree with it, but it's but it's there. So the, you know. the problem is, well, okay. So what you're referring to is a code of conduct within the contract. Yeah. Obviously, there's nothing in the contract that specifically says don't put your fucking titties. Don't put your butthole out there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Explain to me how she violated the code of contact and the Usos have not. See, and and I have already said 
that it's incredibly not fucking fair that the U.S. was still have a job. But that's my point. That, yeah. That's all I'm saying is you can't. That's the double standard that exists in this situation. You can't say like the riddle thing. Okay. Again, obviously the you're talking about the the infractions are not anywhere in the same ballpark. Right. But at least that was within the wellness policy. The Usos are well over their three strikes and there's just been no punishment. Not only has there been no punishment, no suspension, they've become the longest reigning tag team champions in history. And I love me some bloodline, but you cannot sit there and try to play the moral high ground while allowing Mm. them to run around and be on TV every single week and then get rid of this girl because you're not paying her enough, so she needs to do this to supplement her income. Yeah, this, uh, also, this feels... Um, the, they had a chance with the Usos because right when Jimmy was coming back is when they got that DUI. And yeah. instead of changing the story, they were just like, no, we're going to keep going and not change our plans at all. We're actually going to double down. <laughs> This honestly, to me, felt like they realized that Mandy had gone over the line or or had figured out where the line was, and they needed to do this to send a message you of like this is this is the line. Retroactively set the line and then enforce right. that as policy. But that's, like, that's but, not how that that's shit what, works. Yeah, but that's what I feel like they did. I feel like they said that. Why it's went, wrong? Okay. Yeah, it is wrong. It it is. It's completely wrong. A a woman. Who's not you? Who's not doing things as her company self? Who's doing it on a private website? Who's not not representing your thing? Is should be allowed to do whatever the fuck she wants as long as it's within the laws. And we can sit here and talk about how it's been a long time since they promoted the, their women in Playboy, and I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long ago that Mandy Rose was doing a segment stripping down to her lingerie on TV to try to seduce Rockstar Spud or whatever the fuck it was. Or was it Jimmy Uso? One of them. Some of them. Yeah. There was somebody she was in a hotel room with doing that in her fucking lingerie. Dude. So they had no problem <clears throat> exposing her body and selling it when it was for their benefit and their profit. And I, part of me wonders, I, I, there's a part of me that sits here and says, if they were getting a cut on that website, they probably don't have a problem. So, a couple yeah, things. Like I said, I almost feel like it's it's the pressure from from the sponsors. Is, right. Is why I was, that was one of the first things I was going to bring up. Is is yeah. it a situation where the sponsors put pressure on, on WWE to do something about it, either get the site taken down or cut ties with her? I don't know. But um, even more recently than the situation when she was stripping on SmackDown, um, they had a storyline with fucking horny boy over there, Brooks, from Brooks and, you know... Brooks Jensen, <laughs> where he was like, oh, I was looking at your pictures on Instagram, and, like, you're really hot. Like, they put it out there as part of their canon. And plus, I ever mean, since the has been champ, they've, they've done nothing but show her in fucking bikini photo shoots. No, they... I, I, I will say that there is there is a difference between bikini shoots and dry humping your husband. On, on what about when her, when she won the UK title and they put on their Twitter page the photo of her naked with the two belts covering her? Yep. Yeah. I mean, again, that was on the WWE's is, Twitter feed, and it made it, it onto TV later that week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a it is a shitty line, but for whatever reason, in their minds, as long as they don't show it, it's okay. As long as they don't show nipple or don't show asshole, whatever, <laughs> that's okay. The second that the nipple ass, actually right? shows. The second that that nipple came out, 
through the nipple baby. You know, then, then it becomes yeah, and and see again, I am somebody who is who is says women need to be able to own their sexuality, and this is very prudish to do to turn around and fire somebody and, because of that. Because this is the same same country that fires teachers if they have an OnlyFans. It's not in their contract at all that they they're not allowed to do their own own free time either. But it still happens. It's under the bullshit morality, morality clause, clause because yeah. somehow showing your body is immoral still in this country. Right. Exactly. Um, it's it's complete bullshit. Here was an opportunity for this company, which is a global company and a world leader in a lot of ways, to step mm-hmm. up and say we're going to be the the sex positive company here. We're going to support this woman. Company. Yeah. And you yeah. know. We're not going to fire her. Just and you know what? As for all the sponsors, they'd lose. They would gain some too. Um, not to mention the fact that last week on the official WWE TikTok, they literally had Scarlett jump up on top of Karrion Cross while he was doing fucking like uh, pull ups and stuff like that, and was like putting his ass down and back up with her on his fucking dick. Hip thrust, looking yeah. like Yeah, he was doing hip thrust with her on top of him. Mm-hmm. That was on their official TikTok. A-OK. But her rubbing her ass against Tito's dick. Tino? Sorry, not Tito. Like, not like, Tito Santana. He's probably dead, right? No. Adampedia? Uh, have you ever seen his dick? <laughs> um, he was around Brutus this time. Did you ever see Tito's dick? No. Like Jason said, if they were getting a, and, and you have to wonder if that was discussed during the meeting, if they were getting a cut of her, pro, you know, proceeds from the website, does this happen? And look, we've been very complimentary of Triple H. This is also the same guy who a couple of years ago said we can't put China in the Hall of Fame because if my kids look her up on Google, what's going to come up? Yeah. What's going to What's going to come up if they Google you, Hunter? You yeah. fucking a dead corpse in a casket? You drugging a woman and then fucking raping her? Like, it's not exactly like he who is without the sin cast the first it stone is, here. It's very hypocritical way of and and look, but the, it's, a st- it's it's that standard. They don't apply to the men, no. but they only apply it to the women. I, I yeah. have because to in this company, women are disposable, as we oh, have sure. seen. But I do have to wonder if it's because we live in a corporate world, and as soon as like as, okay. sponsors start making a little bit of noise, then you do what as, the sponsors want. So as I said in the host thread, if she's not fucking Tino Sabatelli, if she's fucking Drew McIntyre, and he's the other guy in this picture, do you think he gets released? No. 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 Well, that, that tells you all you need to know. That's the answer to the question right there. That's true. So uh, so Mandy has the website, Make It Formula in a Year. She has Demandies that she shares with uh, Sony Deville, which is a um, an internet-based donut company where you can get the donuts delivered in Los Angeles. There's a bunch of merch and stuff like that. She has her own line of makeup, um, Amarose. She's gonna be just fine. Yeah, she has diversified herself. Yeah, well enough. Which is yeah. smart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a sh- it's a shame that it ends this way. She is still. Down in history as the third longest reigning NXT champion, and um, by all three, accounts, three days away from breaking Shane's record, I think. Yep. So, in second. Yeah. So, by uh, by all accounts, she will most likely be back at some point in time. Uh, once once those subs start falling because she's not on TV anymore weekly, but she's on NXT and she was yeah. getting a ton of a ton of this. So it's like she was only getting Rose. Seen. I mean, there are people that yeah. are gonna simp for her no matter. There's people that still right, simp exactly. for Sunny. Like, yeah. let's be honest. So, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens in the future. But as of right now, it's it's a not a good thing at all that that takes place. It do, doesn't make WWE look good at all. I'm I sure like, to the, to their investors it makes them look good, but not I feel to like fans. the three of us have gone on about it. We've sort of kept Adam out of the conversation. Adam, what are your thoughts on it? No, I mean you guys have pretty much covered it. It's fairly it feels fairly misogynistic. Um. But if it is a if it is a contract thing, if it is a sponsor pressure thing, it's what can you do? It's a, it's not it's not a good situation for anyone involved, unfortunately. Speaking of, by the way, Tito um, Tito Santana, sixty nine yep. years old. All right, all nice. right. But how about um, the deck? Don't know. <laughs> so speaking of like the. You know, not applying things uh, Let's equally. play a different game here. Adam, you have the opportunity to pick any dick in the world of professional wrestling that you can actually see. Who is going to be? That's a dumb question. Do you, you, you <laughs> need to ask that question? But, okay, besides Finn Balor. <laughs> see, now he has to think. You know, so honestly, I, I would fuck with Grayson Waller. Okay. Not going to lie. Fair enough. So, I don't know if you guys have seen it at all. Um, there was Grayson a Waller's picture. Dead? No, oh. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so there was a a picture that was posted on Twitter where Mia Yim was yeah, uh, hugging um, Austin Theory, and she had like her legs wrapped around him. Talk about she jumped in the air like a stick. Holy yeah. Shit. <laughs> so of course the fans were all like, "Oh, she's fucking." No, no, probably hit. the AEW fans. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, the AEW stands, and some assholes were sitting there and claiming that she's cheating on Keith Lee and stuff like that. So she deactivated her Twitter because she's just been getting an onslaught of this bullshit, and she even has like come on and said she's like. Keith Lee is the love of my life. I'm with him. I was happy to see a coworker I haven't seen in a long time. And, like, that's that's where the picture came from. And it's like, people need to fucking chill the fuck out. And, yeah, you don't get that shit when, you know, when fucking Roman Reigns is sitting there and, like, hugging a female or stuff like that. You don't, I mean, yeah, you get some, some, but not to the extent where they're calling him a cheater and stuff like that, you know? I mean, there's there's been a whole gig with Roman Reigns about him being a switch giver that he's running around and handing out switches to everyone's uh, husband that he fucks the wife of. But again, it's like, like how fucking sad that we have to be that we got to sit there and look at, at something like that and immediately go, Yo, you're fucking over Keith Lee, you're cheating on, you're cooking Keith Lee and stuff. It's like, fuck you, people. Well, what makes it even worse is, like you said, she addressed it, but because mm-hmm. the fucking bullshit from the internet didn't stop, she deleted it, she deactivated her account. Like, right. Like, guys, she called you out, she put you on blast. Like, how how fucking misogynistic and, and uh, hypocritical are you that she can't have a friend that's a guy that she's excited to see and she gives, you know, a hug to? Yeah. Well, and this this shit also affects her her revenue stream too because she's a Twitch streamer, yep. and I guarantee you she probably is not wanting to go right now on Twitch because she feels like she's probably going to get a ton of those shit bags coming in there too. Plus, if we've all learned anything throughout our lives, it's that 
eating ain't cheating. So <laughs> certainly this isn't. Lovely. <laughs> so is it wrong that I've spent my entire evening now thinking of like 90s wrestlers that I can ask Adam if they've seen their dick? No, that, that makes it sound like a new segment. Okay. Um, so Adam, I watched Jim Duggan. It's been fun, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. That's got to be a chode on that, dude. Right. Uh, anyways, um, so I watched AEW. But I don't typically watch AEW. You I don't watch typically AW? watch AEW. I watched AEW Dynamite. Um, Sal pretending like he's not in the host, right? Okay. It was, it was as bad as I figured it would be. But, uh, but winter was coming. So, once we got to the main event, um, oh, which was really the... Yeah, well, I mean, we can, we can backtrack all, all we want, but I want to talk about this, because all I've been hearing about all week is, like, this is the new Rock Austin. Like, Ricky Starks and MJF is going to be this huge feud going forward, and these guys are fucking great. And they are. Trust me, they are. Ricky Starks is a fucking superstar if they could ever, if they would actually push him. So, of course, as the match goes on, uh, MJF does his normal chicken shit heel stuff, which he does. it doesn't make him look strong at all. It makes him look like a really fucking weak champion. <clears throat> he has to, to cheat to win, which I'm like, okay, that means that this is going to continue because he fucking he kicked Ricky Starks in the dick and he pinned him. And lo and behold, what happens after the match is done, Brian Danielson comes running out and chases MJF away. I was like, oh, so we're just done with this feud. Just like every other fucking feud that we've had, that that it, as soon as they lose, we just, eh, we're done. Well, Even if it's under that. nefarious thing. Yeah, except for the fact we're doing a best of seven right now. <laughs> but yeah. That kind of shit where I'm like, I was listen, like, listen, yeah. I'm... They have this mapped out for two years, Troy. It will culminate <laughs> at some point. And they will tell you that this was the plan all along. So yeah. three fucking years ago, I had a conversation on this podcast where I was convinced that we were about to get the launching point of Scorpio Sky because mm. he was in a match with, at the time, the world champion Chris Jericho. How'd that work out with you? How'd that um, work out for you? Scorpio Sky was never seen on TV again for like eight months. And then when he was, he lost. And then he was seen for a little bit, and they made him TNT champion. And now I guess they forgot about him again. As soon as he got his custom belt, he, uh, so he took it away from him. I love That's Ricky Starks, and I thought Ricky Starks has done a great job these past couple weeks, especially promos. I thought he really, you know, kind of stepped up. But, um, yeah, uh Tony told us all we need to know on on the end of Dynamite, who we need to focus on, and it's not Ricky Starks. It's it's the next feud. It's Brian Danielson. So well, Part of the problem is that Brian Danielson should have won the tournament to crown a new champion. That is fair. Because <laughs> now, now Brian Danielson will be on his fourth world title shot. Right. Uh, it's a shame. Wasn't he so, on, like, Spring is Coming against Omega at one point? Spring is Coming. Um, it, it's funny too because I feel like the more Ricky Starks, the more MJF, the more homegrown talent that you can get into the main event and you can use, it's it's only going to benefit you in the long run. But Tony does it almost like, okay, I did it. 
now the, you can't say anything. You know so I mean? the issue, as far as I'm concerned, the issue is not that he lost. No. The issue is where do you go next with him? If he goes back in the toy box and we don't see him for a few months, and then that's a failure. If he goes in and he starts a high-profile feud with somebody who's got a big name, I'm okay with that. Yeah, but have we seen Tony do that in three years? Have we seen him put people back in the toy box? I was just going to say, is he going to be Hangman Adam Page, or is he going to be... And and who knows? Yeah, I got no examples of the second one. We'll do this Danielson thing, and then in a few months at Autumn is Edging, maybe he'll take the title. I don't know. Here's the, here's the deal, too. So the MJF feuds that he actually has, they really don't go anywhere. And they they often like don't have a big payoff to him, too. Cause Tell you think me the about, last like, great MJF match. Well, I wasn't getting into the matches. I was getting into the feuds, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm asking. Tell me the last great MJF match. The promos, people remember the promos, and that's great. But isn't this supposed to be the company centered around in-ring performance and pro wrestling and less of the sports entertainment and the promos and shit? And then you put the title on the guy who's a okay wrestler and a great promo. Yeah. I don't particularly like Sounds the... Sounds like the women's title. Mm. Yeah. I I definitely don't particularly like the, the chicken shit stuff that he's been doing. Um, I don't mind that. That's a chicken shit heel. That's been a staple in the wrestling world forever. I mean, it's Miz, basically. Sure. Uh, wait, wait. But you don't think MJF is can hold his own in the ring and have a good match? I thought he had a good match. Didn't say that. Tell me didn't the last that. great MJF match. Go ahead. Probably oh, him wait. and Jungle Boy. It was a couple of pay was a good. What? It was good. It was really You mean really the kickoff good. show match from, like, two years ago? No. Well, maybe at this point it was, like, a year ago or something. It was 2021, I thought. I it's 2020. Uh, you do realize that in two weeks is 2023, right? Well, he was out for most of 2022. Well, yeah, I get that. But that's the only one. That's the first one that comes to mind. Was like, I'm having him trouble. versus Jungle Boy. Other than that... Him versus Jungle Boy at yeah, Double or Nothing? Yeah. Was, was that 2020? That was 2020. All right. So almost three years ago at this point. Anyway, yeah, what I was I was saying is like him and him and Cody had a feud for a while, and then Cody just up and left, so we didn't really have anything go on with that. His fucking thing with Jericho that feud was over. Oh yeah, him and Cody was way at the back at the beginning of the company. Yeah, but the Cody the, was working with a lister Black at that point. Yeah, the fucking um, the CM Punk stuff. Obviously, that all fucking went sideways. With promos, blah matches. Yeah. Um, he just sort of beat Moxley and was just like, all right, peace. <laughs> and, and I say the promos are good because his delivery, his cadence, his, his presence, all yeah. that's good. But at the end of the day, he's basically Howard Stern. He just gets over on saying shocking things. Not that he's really using rapier-like wit. He's just saying the shit that he's not supposed to say on TV and it's getting over with the crowd because, you know, ooh, swearing. Sure, but you know? everybody in AEW does that. But but few people well, deliver it like him. I will say he has good cadence. He has, he has good timing. Explain um, to me... Hold, hold, on, hold on. Explain to me the difference between an MJF promo and Christian's promos against Jungle Boy. Passion? Fire? Christian? He told... He told really? Christian? Christian told, yes, 
the same fucking things. They were going shock jock. Your fucking father. No, no, no. I'm glad Everybody in this company does shock jock. That's uh, Moxley that's does it. That's Everybody the, does it. It's like, not true. Moxley doesn't do shock jock. Moxley uh, does uh, the same. I'm a fucking badass pro wrestler. This is my yeah. life. I love this. That's the same shit. He gives the same fucking promo every single time. He doesn't go for the shock value stuff. He doesn't go for the, ooh, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. That's basically Christian and MJF. And when MJF was out because he was fighting with Tony, Christian took the mantle and did the same fucking thing MJF did. And the crowd did the same fucking reaction they do when MJF does it. All right, well, let's let's look at just this promo from, from uh, Winter is Jissing. His promo, other than trying to call Ricky Starks every iteration of the word of the name Ricky that he could come up with, the big point of the thing was, "Haha, you're poor." <laughs> that was the entirety of his promo. Was you're poor? You grew up. You grew up poor. I was rich. That was the entirety of the of the promo. That doesn't make me like want to see. Ricky Starks beat him just because of the fact that they grew up differently. Like, they're both professional wrestlers. They're both getting paid at this point. And it doesn't make me want to see MJF get his ass kicked because he grew up a rich kid. Like, that's, and that's kind of the dumb. point. That's the point. For the chicken shit heel to work, for this MJF character to work, he has to sell you. And it's why he has to do the shock jock stuff. He has to make you want to see him get the shit kicked out of him. That's the only way this works. You're not going to see a five-star classic match because you can't deliver that. Mm-hmm. You're going out there because you want to. You have to want to watch him get the shit kicked out of him. Sure. Did you give a shit if, if Ricky Starks kicked the shit out of him or not? The story of this match was Ricky Starks. Do you want to see Ricky Starks win the heavyweight title? Yeah. That was the emotion in this match. It wasn't about MJF. And that's a problem. When your champion's first title defense isn't really about him... That's bad. And so, that explains that, a little bit about why these ratings have been dropping since he got the belt. Not only was it not about him, but it was also literally like, hey, remember that dynamite ring thing? We're going to have him win four fucking years in a row. So you've really just destroyed any mystique that that fucking thing had. Not that it had much to begin with, because it's a fucking ring that only gets defended once a year. <clears throat> but the then, dynamite diamond ring that wasn't supposed to be there was wasn't originally supposed to be defended it was supposed to be like oh we're gonna do a new one each year and then right um of all the things that tony books on his show on a weekly basis i have the least amount of problem with mjf mjf and probably acclaimed like there's a lot more other things this is another instance of you changing the argument did i say i had a problem with him booking mjf yes you just said no i did that 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 he he's not He's the one that's causing the ratings to fall? Isn't that what you I just said, said? No, no, no. I said champ, world champions in this business, for better or worse, are judged on what the ratings look like while they are the champion, while they are at the top of the face of the company. For years, we've talked about how Kevin Nash was the world champion at the worst run of WWE's history, right? Mm-hmm. That's a stigma that he still carries with him today. You can't be a top guy because when you're on top, nobody cares. So you don't think that that fucking matters? It absolutely matters. To this day, I don't think that was Nash's fault. I think it was the company's fault. It doesn't the same matter. thing. Like, you can't it's... put on, not, like, an hour and a half of bullshit on Dynamite and then be like, MJF, save us. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I hate I hate with the fire of a thousand suns CM Punk. You know that. Yes. The ratings were at their best when he was on top. Yeah, because he, I mean, talk about a, a name. Like, that was probably the biggest name Tony Khan could get. Okay, so 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 he he drew ratings because he was a name. But so so be, when he draws ratings, it's because of his name. But when the champion doesn't draw ratings, it's not the champion's fault. Dude, MJF is still new in this business. He's, what, 26 years old? MJF, you can't expect him to have the same pull as CM M, Punk. M, MJF is the hottest act in AEW right now. Yeah. He was, yeah. and then they turned him He's, heel again. He he showed up on fucking the UFC fight or whatever like that, and he's shown up on different things stuff like that. Like he is right right now the face of the company. Mostly you know what would have gotten over if he had still been a face. Yeah, In I fact, he that. could have delivered that same promo he delivered on Monday night if he was a face yeah. with a different sort of cadence to it. And the crowd would have popped huge for it. Sure. But they I went up 100,000 right in the ratings this they week. They should have never switched him. They should have run with him as a, as sort of an asshole face for a little bit and see what the reaction was. And then if it wasn't working, switch him. But they took gold and just threw it away because they had a plan that didn't work. It's not working. Yeah. To me, the ratings are in the toilet because you put Kenny in, in the box on for seven fucking the same matches in a row. But like they that, don't. They put them on for one match a week. But it's the same match every they, fucking week. But you're judging show by show. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are people tuning in for? So Dynamite went up this week when there was a world title match with MJF. Compared How much to the did past, it go up? Seth? About 100,000 people. Okay. From so a hundred thousand. Wasn't it eight eighty last week? And this week it was nine something nine ninety. No. <laughs> last week I remember it was low eight hundreds, and this week you just you just texted us it was nine something, right? Nine nine fifty. Nine fifty. Let me get, okay. let me let me get the actual number for you. And I actually thought, wow, that's a pretty good jump. Maybe maybe a world title match w- was good. For right now, because everything I mean, world title else match is always going to bump things, but that doesn't necessarily mean that a champion's doing well. Let's go back. Uh, all right, hold on. So We're talking two. He's had the belt for what two, three weeks. Like, I feel like it doesn't matter who came out as champ. If Moxley won, the ratings would still be the exact same as they were the past two weeks, because Tony books a bad show. You know what Didn't I mean? MJF say he would never wrestle on free TV. I thought so. Yes. <laughs> My my bigger concern, because again, the ratings are are what they are, and it's an antiquated system, is the fact that that he was a face for a week, and then instantly switched back, and that whole fucking thing, and then this whole thing with William Regal. Now I get that you know they were getting that they were they were cutting him, but again, they knew about it for the past two months, and they still made it where. He helped MJF win, and then the next week was just like, that was my final lesson to you guys, and I guess you guys are done feuding, okay. at least for a week or two. And then Ricky Starks comes in for two weeks, and now we're back to Brian Danielson feuding right. with him for however long. It's just, it's nothing is sustained. So this is my issue. The ratings, the, 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 the ticket sales, the, the general interest in the product, that is 100% Tony Khan's fault. Right. I don't think it matters who the champion is this month in AEW. 
like I said, if Moxley won the match, I feel like we get the exact same ratings the next couple of weeks. It doesn't matter. So I think I'm, you're I'm, getting. I think you're getting caught up on on a tangent that Jason went on with with the uh, with the ratings thing. the The issue was the fact that that MJF doesn't do anything that anybody else in the company doesn't already also do with a lot of his promos. A lot of his promos are the same. A lot of his promos are, um, I, and I know the stands love to keep talking about how this guy is the greatest talker in the world and stuff like that. Is he good? Sure, he's good. Is he like the best ever? No. And and do a lot of his a lot of his bromos are exactly the same. It's I'm better than you, you suck, and I hope your dog bites your dick off or some fucking thing to get that that they can try to put on a shirt later or something like that. And it's a lot of that stuff. And I like MGF, but yeah, watch if you watch this match, it was full of fucking botches. He couldn't get fucking power bombs. <laughs> And, so, what was the ratings yeah. for this week's episode? Oh, Sal, Sal is correct. It went from 840 to 950. Okay, it was 949 last year for this very same event. Yeah, I thought we were so just M- talking M- week to week. So, so. Well, no, what we've got to compare is the two shows that are the same because they both have heavyweight championship matches on them. There are special events <clears throat> that they do every year now. But you said that MJF's title ratings had the worst ratings in the company's history. Which have been the past couple weeks, so that's what I was referring it to. I said the ratings have been down since he won the title, and I'm saying this week the they went up been... for an event that it's always up for sure. every single year. But I'm saying if Moxley had won that match, the ratings would still have been the exact same as they were, regardless. Except they weren't when Moxley had the belts. I'm talking about at this point, AEW is at its coldest it's ever been. Dude, I, you're arguing two different things here. I'm not sitting here and telling you that all the ratings troubles are the result of MJF having the title. Okay. What I'm saying is, if you put the title on a hotter act, the ratings are higher. That's it's why Mox is a three-time champion. champion. That's right. True. That's why CM Punk had the title. That's why they put the title on Hangman Page, except they waited after he was well past the time that he was smoking hot to do it, when at a point where it was like, eh, okay fine that's cool i guess and same thing with mjf they could have put him on there as a baby as a face and had him have a huge fucking impact and a huge fucking following and instead they turned him heel and people like i've fucking seen this before i was looking for something different with this guy and that's the bigger problem to me with this company is nobody fucking evolves mjf is exactly Mm. where he was three years ago when he walked through the curtain jungle boy's doing the exact same fucking thing pockets is still hasn't changed his character one fucking bit Hangman's still Hangman. Literally nobody has evolved in this company. Jake Hager has a hat. (laughs) 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 But but even then, Jericho's doing the same shit he was doing. Like, literally nobody, nothing changes in this company. There are no turns of, of significance. There's no character changes. There's no persona changes. Everybody just keeps doing the same thing. You know? Luchasaurus changed. And basically, by change means he he got his outfit is darker now. I was gonna say the House of Black went through that massive change, and now they're the exact same. Right. <laughs> they had like promos for a week where they were like, "Sometimes you need to change things." I mean, whose whose character or persona has undergone a significant change in this company? And you want to know why everything's stagnant, ratings why? Because there's nothing to attach to. It's like if I've seen it once, I've seen it every single time. 
I mean, any, the... any kind of. Huh? Kenny Omega became a shitbag and got Don Callis, but that's really the only one that I could think of. But even then, he was still sort of just like good wrestler guy. There was, a, I mean, yeah, he no, got he Omega. He was '80s villain guy. He had the big aviators. I think at first they sort of started to change him, and then I think he just sort of gravitated back <clears throat> to where he was comfortable. You know what I mean? Oh, can I uh, completely segue into an issue I had with Kenny Omega this week? Sure. Yeah. So, um, so he does a promo after their after their match, right? Okay. And and he says, "Hey, let's make the the next match uh, a no DQ, whatever, no DQ match." And the Death Triangle over there is going, "Yeah, we'll, we'll do no DQ, we'll do no DQ." And he like looks at the crowd. He goes, "I'll have these guys decide over here. Do you guys want to see this as a no DQ?" And you're just like, they already accepted the no DQ, first of all. But then, well, they didn't really accept. They just went, oh. But then, yeah. but that wasn't that wasn't my main issue. My main issue was the fact that then Kenny Omega goes, "Oh, I mean, we didn't really plan out to do this promo, so I, I wasn't really supposed to be doing it." And I'm like, when you when you break the fourth wall during feuds and stuff like that, it's typically just to try, like use someone's real name mm-hmm. or bring up something in real life to try to get thing. All that did was just make it seem like Kenny was like, yeah, fuck you, Tony, who's the real boss? Like, hmm. yeah, why, that why, made no why bring sense. that up? I, I, why say that? No, I 100% agree with that. That Why even go there? It made yeah. no change to the feud or the match. Or... Right. I don't get that. I um, mean, it was disjointed as it was anyways because of the fact that, like, you clearly... Clearly, you just started doing this fucking promo out of nowhere. Because later in the night, then all of a sudden, it was, we got, oh, Tony Khan has announced the stipulation for the rest of the matches. It's like, oh, okay. So clearly that was going to happen. And Kenny Omega was like, no, 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 this is going to be my idea. (laughs) So again, he just looks like a fucking asshole. Who in this company doesn't? Oh, I mean, that's, that's pretty true. You, again, we got we got more guys fucking jumping ship because now we learn Jonathan Gresham is going to impact the guy who was the ROH champion. So I guess he did get his like, release. Apparently, because he signed with Impact. Huh. But yeah, it's like uh, you're starting to see it, and and again, like I said, we had we literally had a fucking seven minute match where Chris Jericho put over a guy that nobody's ever heard of. When you have a roster full of guys who could use that win, and instead we're going to do it to this guy. I, you know what though? That's how you build a new star. If they're big on, if they're if they're going to push this guy, that's how you build a new guy quickly. I and, have I have lost all confidence that they are actually going to push him. Okay, well, that that's fair. But that remains to be seen. But as yeah. far as a stagnant show, yeah, I, I will say I wasn't expecting that guy to get a win over Chris Jericho. I was like, okay, whoa, that was very unexpected. So sure. at least there was that. Um Ooh. what's what's his fucking name? Um Action Action Andretti. 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 I mean, yeah. hey, I hope I hope he does make more dynamite appearances. I hope this becomes a thing. Um, well, he got he got the the match. He got the little I was signed card. Yeah. The the action and ready is all elite. So Although be Luigi Tony's thing of the week for so is Alicia Tout. Hmm? <laughs> so is Luigi Luigi Primo. 
and we saw how long he lasted. So was Fuego del Sol. He's still there. I guess so. He's still there. Yeah, I'm dark. Can't do anything. Barcabardro. Yeah. He doesn't even come out with that group anymore. No, because they don't. Oh, Parker Boudreau. Oh, 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 him. That's right. He's still. They don't fucking care. We we have we have a bunch of storylines that either end on Twitter, or on BTE, or on Dark, and then you never fucking talk about it. Or they just start. They just stop referring referencing them at all. It's just it's shitty. Remember when they they had a whole match centered around making sure Paige Van Zant signed a contract? Yep. Yep. Uh, somebody else whose butthole I have seen fully. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I have I have actively in 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 case you don't know, I'm the one who normally supplies everything for for the Discord for our not safe work challenge or channel, and <laughs> I have actively come across some page band sand things where I'm just like. I don't even feel like downloading this and sharing it because <laughs> I have seen every inch of this woman at this point. <laughs> and that's that's what will happen to Mandy eventually, sadly, is guys will be like, yeah, you know what? I've already seen you fucking deep throw uh, Tito. Tino. Tito. I don't know why it's in my head. So, Adam, have you seen Tito Santana's dick? You already asked me about it. <laughs> I figured I'd give you a little time to reconsider. The answer is still no. Okay. Adam, have you seen Tito Jackson's dick? I don't know who that is. It's It's Michael Jackson's brother. Have you seen Rick the Model Martell's Strike Force? (laughs) Gentlemen, it is one in the morning on the East Coast. Oh, okay. You're going to be... I'm not editing tonight. I promise you that. (laughs) So... All right. I have, um, to work. I have to work today. So, yeah, so we, we will be back next week with the Runnies. Make sure you go to rundownwrestling.com. Get your, your We're selections. We're not talking about WWE at all tonight. <laughs> okay. Nothing? You know, we, we Anybody get anything? We just ran so late, so. Okay. Riddle got suspended. Riddle yeah. did get suspended. For, for Coke and DNA. Yeah. Um, six weeks, right? So back for the six Rumble? Six weeks. Right. Yep. Well, and the first test was after was before SummerSlam. This was his second offense. Yep. That's why they pulled him off TV. If SummerSlam took him off the card. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the. Uh, I love Matt yeah. Riddle, but what what the fuck are they supposed to do? I mean, fucking he he pop, They test him and he t- he pops for coke and MDMA. I mean, they talk about they don't your test hand. for marijuana. So when people were right, like, oh, no, so he didn't test for you marijuana. can you can thank Roman Reigns for that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Yeah, thank like, Matt Riddle for that. I don't think the WWE had a choice in this one. They they kind of had to do something. So yeah, yeah. no, he clearly needs some help too. Um, he he's starting to become a problem a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I loved Kevin Owens referencing the Ezekiel thing during his promo with Elias. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was so fucking great. And uh, of course, it's Kevin Owens. He's just like. I, I love just the deadpan, like him just staring at him. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I was also so happy that he um, stayed true to himself and attacked Elias. Or he stunned Elias after yeah. he yelled yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't do that for you. <laughs> I did that to get at him. You, so. you hit me with a guitar? Not that guitar. You got a different one? You hit me with a guitar? <laughs> uh, I love it too, where he's just like, he's like, no, man, we're, we're, we're even. You took up my brother, and I took it. No, we're not even. 
It was good. It's great. Uh, I loved it. I lo- Alexa Bliss becomes the number one contender. I loved the little bit at the end where she goes for the uh, handshake. The sister Abigail. Oh, that, that, and, yeah. And stops, Bianca sticks so. out her hands. We get a little yeah. flash on the Titan drawn. And then uh, yeah. we get a sister Abigail. And then she's like, oops. Oh, I don't know what that was. So, yeah. Weird. Uh, AJ goes. Styles and Chad Gable put on a banger. That was fun. Um, uh, Chad Gable is, you know what? He, he's he's quickly becoming one of my favorite things on Monday nights. Yeah. He's, he's been great for a while. He's been great. But, I, you know, it's good to see that they still find, like, new ways to make him fresh. And, like, he was great on, what did you guys think of the the revisit of the milk bath thing with Kurt Angle and Chad Gable and Otis Otis, on Friday. uh, Otis went a little too far with it. Yeah. He did did a fucking backflip in the middle of getting (laughs) I mean, Vince McMahon swam in it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's always been an over-the-top thing. Uh, I will say when we talk about SmackDown, I love the fact that Jason Jordan gave him a father's. Oh my yes, god, yeah, best was... dad ever! That was the best yes, thing. So good, awesome. <laughs> but um, dude, why, why, why did we need Gable Stevenson there? I, can't, I add, think that's the to, rub, right? They're to trying add, to get him over. Like, but they keep giving him the rub. And keep absolutely him out there. to add absolutely nothing, and. To be fucking wooden as hell in that yeah. backstage thing with, with Braun Strowman. Yeah. Oh my it is. god, he was terrible. When you are ready to go, you know, then you'll go. They, you know what's um, fucked up? They've been trying to push him since WrestleMania, but he's not wrestling. He's not on TV. Like uh, His brother is better than him. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, the, new, the New Day teamed up with... Uh, Ricochet, Troy, who do you think's got the best dick in that threesome? Well, I've seen two out of three. That's why I was asking. So I would I would say probably Woods. Okay. No I would uh yeah. But Bobby Lashley uh beat Emma's record for getting fired and rehired. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah. Um Well the story the story around that was that they decided to do to let Mandy go and they didn't want to do of storyline firing while there was a real one going on. So, so that's why Lashley's that not actually fired. Right. Yep. Uh, Asuka this... ditched her face paint, so she's just Kana now. Well, no, not until she does the, uh, the clown stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She would kill Kana, but I see this is a, so this is another thing too, is this is the difference between WWE and AEW is if they try to do, this in AEW, she would have shown up in full clown makeup the first day, right, and we right. should have we and we would have just been told been we expected have, to have, know. Yeah, we should have, we would expect to know fucking a decade of her career before that. Instead, they're like, we're going to change this so the first thing she does is come out without face paint and be a little bit more aggressive. And the right. next week, she's either going to come out with different face paint or they're going to keep going with this. And eventually they'll build up to her unveiling a new character. And we're going to tell a story. And that's, this. yeah, and that's what I like about it. Not to mention the fact that, like, what a reminder that that is just a beautiful woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. But I, I never really was a big fan of the fucking green crying stuff anyways. Right. Yeah, yeah. that got old quick. Yeah. Um, 
Lastly, for me, and this might be an unpopular take, I am a quickly becoming a fan of Heal Dominic Mysterio. I was just wondering if that's <laughs> who you were going to talk about. Um, I, his, you... The way he's carrying himself now is giving me Eddie Guerrero vibes. But what did you feel about the the backstage when he had the mist in his uh, eye and he was crying Beautifully like over the top. <laughs> beautifully over the top. He understands his character and why people hate him, and he's playing right into it. I think he's... Handling it really, really well. Um, also, shout out to fucking Damien Priest for the, the <laughs> STI joke. <laughs> that's not yeah, the worst well thing she could have gave you, bro. <laughs> that's no, not the it worst was, thing it was that, burning right that's now. Right, that's right, right, now, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and even, like, uh, Balor kind of looked at him like, dude. <laughs> he was like, Priest! <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, before you guys go to your runnies and fill out your match of the year votes, uh, I implore you take a look at last week's episode of Impact and check out the match between Josh Alexander and Mike Bailey. Uh, TV match went over an hour. Was a really really good match. Cool. So check that one out. I'm good. Right on. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. All right. I thank can't you. Can't wait to tune in next week and hear Adam tell us about seeing Ricky Morton's cock. Yes. Thank you, Adam. Did you have a mullet? <laughs> Thank you, Sal. Thank you, Troy. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, guys. Jason, why don't you go ahead and set us on call? I guess that means we will run your ass down next time. threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash thesalzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>